0: Yeah, I think if you looked at the whole situation, it was me who caught that car bomb terrorist. So, we keep it on the down low, not make a big deal out of it, but, uh, well, it's good to be a hero. Hey, it's the Ron Fez Show. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, here's what has to happen, too, because I get a lot of emails about this at, at com. When you dial that number, you need to hit one first. I didn't know it myself. And people were saying, could you please say one? No, I don't even have that kind of time. Just uh, 866 Ron Zero Fez. Uh, So that's the number that you get for the Ichiban Ichiban. Ichiban is an Asian phrase that we share with our Pacific Rim friends. Ichiban, of course, means number one. Number one. So if they have to take a piss over there, they say Ichiban. That's what the little kids do. They're taught to say Ichiban. Um, by the way, I was actually thinking about this. I don't think, and think of your whole life, ladies and gentlemen. Just think of every moment of your life from the time you were born till the second. And I don't even think there's been one moment in your entire life when at least two Chinamen haven't been fucking. This is what they get done. They're just constantly at it. So later you're watching TV, you think to yourself, Chinese people are fucking right now. You're going to a movie, Chinese people are fucking. You're on the toilet and you have to think to yourself, "Hmm, at least two of them are probably fucking right now. They just go, 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 go go for us. All right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. A lot going on today. And of course, the big Ichiban is they caught the guy uh, who did the car bomb. Uh, he was on his way back to Pakistan. Didn't know how to lay low for a couple days. Just went right to the JFK airport. Tried to fly to Pakistan. Uh, like that wasn't being watched. But the, the kind of uh, interesting thing there, and I brought it up yesterday about... How many people were explaining on TV of ways to make this worse, that if they were a terrorist, all the ways that they'd be a better terrorist than the actual terrorist. Uh, And I turned on Jon Stewart last night, and he had all the news clips put together. And you got to think to yourself, the people that are on the news, and I know there's a 24-hour cycle. I know they got to keep going. But they love terrorism. The news could not be more excited right now. You basically have uh, guys with hard-ons explaining why you can't turn the channel at all times. Uh, And I don't know if anybody else kind of picked up on this, because I know the show isn't all that popular, but the camera that they had of the guy walking around in black and white and taking off his T-shirt looked very much like Flash Forward. It was very much a Flash Forward situation. Philadelphia always gives us joy. Philadelphia sports are, it's the pinnacle of everything awful. Uh, earlier this year, they had a guy purposely throw up on a kid that he was fighting with. And last night, fantastic story in Philadelphia. If you've been to a ball game, you've seen the kid who uh, jumps out on the field and starts to run. You can't stop him. He's just running around. He's having fun. And his friends are laughing and yelling. He's so drunk. Uh, he pulls this stunt in Philadelphia. A couple of cops are chasing him the ground crew they can 't stop him because he 's doing that zigzag run that you use to get away from your big brother where you 're heading left and you just cut back right and it 's an open field run and for some reason, the younger you are, the better you could do this run and the kid's seventeen he 's being chased by guys in their thirties forties, and the cop look fifty. A uh, long story, you just see this cop pull out a taser. And put it right in the back of this kid's back. Drops him. Just It dropped him so much he did a fucking Superman slide. Just a showboating Pete Rose fucking face first slide Uh, into the outfield. And, of course, the Philly fans uh, started to boo because um, two things they hate in Philly. uh, Losing and cops. And you never – they're happy to boo either one. They're right to. Uh, you thought that the kid, uh, had a right to go running around the field and hold up the game? I didn't think he had a right to do that, but they didn't right to fucking taser him and put him down like that, like a goddamn animal. They put him down like the animal because he was acting like one. He was running around like a Scottish terrier.
1: He was waving his little white towel and everything,
0: being annoying. Put him down. But here's the thing. If he went running through your yard and you put a taser in your back, you're the crazy person who they act like. He's going to start tasering everybody. Um... Let's face it, this kid's not going to do time for this, and nobody's safety was in jeopardy here. Nobody's safety was in jeopardy. They're going to take him over. He's going to get some kind of, you know, $175 fine or whatever it is. His mom was going to show up. He's a minor. Overall, it's no big deal. But I guess what they worry about is people have died being tasered. And it just looks like you know, at one moment, the whole thing was in fun. The next moment, there's a kid just fucking shaking on. And a minor. A minor. What if he had a fucking pacemaker or something? It would have been done for. Well, if he had a pacemaker? He wasn't going to be moving like that, Hicks. Let's <laughs> fucking face it. That kid had scramble abilities. As a matter of fact. He was nice. If I was uh, over at Temple right now and I was running the football program, I'd take a look at this kid. I'd at least bring him in. And clock him a couple times because he's an open field runner. Here's our good buddy uh, Coke Logic. Coke Logic, what's your what's your Ichiban? Your big story.
2: Hey, after one week hiatus, Loss is back on the air tonight.
0: Tonight is the Loss finale. We're going to find out exactly who the Man in Black is. Which I have a theory. It's Johnny Cash. Uh, but we're going to find out what Jacob did, how they get off the island. It's very much uh, a story that's gripped everybody. You have this island, and there's certain people They have numbers. They have numbers that they've forced them to go to the island. And then these people, they would seem to have nothing connected at all. You, you have, uh, well, the skipper, uh His assistant, Gilligan, you got the professor and Marianne. They're all out there on this island. And what's going to uh, happen? Uh, John, Philly, you're on the Ron Fez show.
3: Yeah, Ronnie, if uh, Rizzo was still around, they would have trampled that poor kid with a horse.
0: Well, if Wilson Good was still around, they would have dropped a bomb on a black neighborhood. Uh, Philadelphia, of course, the only city that's uh, ever bombed itself. I will say this this is going to set back tasering you're uh, uh, there are times that you're like that crazy fucking dusted up prick should have been tasered look at that lunatic fucking uh he's got no shirt on he's swinging a fucking golf club of course the cops should taser him why should they risk their self the problem with this from the cops point of view is this little boy was in no danger to any cop, any regular person. He was just running around like a fucking gnat, like an annoying gnat. And because of that, uh, it might set back tasering. Well, you could see
1: that the officer could not wait to use the taser. It was like he had been shining it up all during spring training, getting ready for the first person to hit that
0: field. There is a picture of it that comes up that's very much like the Transformer trailer. When the when the Transformer came out of the sand and was chasing one of the uh, Marines, the cop just comes flying up from behind this guy, and then they freeze frame it, as he's pointing. No one brings this up. Running taser shot, the cop fucking pulled it off. Now, he should have been in better shape so that he could have captured a fucking kid on his own. But he definitely, definitely made a hell of a fucking running uh, shot there. Debbie, New York, you're in
4: Look, nobody dies from tasering. It's the fall that kills them. The taser itself works on the same principle as a defibrillator
0: it's just a lower amperage it cannot kill you but here's the deal even if they fucking hit this kid in the back if if he threw his fucking club and hit the kid in the back people would be pissed about this oh god the way the kid goes down like a fucking sack of fucking doorknobs
1: there's just no, there's no bracing himself it's a head first
0: he just fucking drops how come they could nobody could put a fucking running tackle on this idiot? Look how you need some younger guys out there watching the field. Um stops pussy. Nate Allentown, you're on running Fez.
5: Yeah, hey, uh love the show, listen to you guys all the time. I just wanted to comment that yeah. you know, if this if this kid was gonna, you know,
6: attack a player. And they didn't taser him. Well, Nate, let me explain
0: this to you. If this kid would have attacked the player, he would have got his fucking narrow little ass beat. He is nothing but a little fucking kid. It's no different than if you go to a mall and you see an asshole kid running around. He's just a fucking moron. And if you and your friends have never been to a game, and you didn't talk one of your drunk buddies into fucking running out on the field and sliding, then you've never really drank in your life. It's almost like when you tell your friend, you got to get in the parade. This happens (laughs) on a daily fucking basis. Davy Mack, I'm sure you've left your seat before at sporting events.
7: Uh, once at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. I got, uh, but I barely got anywhere. It was like I got over, I got over the dugout. I was on the dugout, and then I got quickly grabbed by four guys in yellow jackets.
0: The first Eagles game I was ever at, I was a little fucking kid, and some drunk went running out on the field, and a cop fucking open field tackled him. And it was so exciting to me.
7: (laughs) Yeah. This would be like tackling Frankie Munez from Malcolm in the Middle. It's not a lot of glory in that.
0: Um, Here's uh, John in Florida, Yermont Fez.
8: Uh, hey,
5: Ronnie. It's Paul, uh, I was wondering if you're going to be uh, checking out that Broad Street Bullies this evening.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that. I'm going to definitely put a, a TiVo on that. That was the high point of the city of Philadelphia's life. Um, let's go over Eric Yermont Fez.
2: Yeah, hey. Uh, uh, about a week ago, there was a Lake County, Colorado sheriff's deputy fired uh, about a month and a half ago at a, cur- at a career fair at the high school. He tasered uh, something like 20-some kids just because they wanted to, and everybody thought it'd be cool, and uh, he was given a choice to resign or be fired. And I think to tell that, other, that woman to call it from but there was a case. And there's been several cases of people who have died from being tasered because it does act like a defibrillator, and it has caused their heart to stop.
0: Yeah, if we had a defibrillator in here, and we just started saying, all right, now we're going to fucking put it on Dave just to see what happens, <laughs> everybody would think we were fucking bananas. Um and that's where we've gotten with the taser. It's really just become a jackass stunt. Look at the way the cop is running with the gun though. It is fucking hysterical. <laughs> Look at Harrison Ford. After um, he
1: goes down, you see the, the blue shirted security people all surrounding him and looking down, and they've kind of got this thing of like, What have we done? Is he getting back up?
0: Dave in North Carolina, you're on the run of show.
1: I tend to remember um, the
3: kissing bandit used to run out on the field and kiss a player, and I couldn't imagine if somebody tased her and her big tits hit the ground.
0: She was um, giant tits, and I think this was the, the years before fake titties. I think these were just giant, natural, sloppy tits that she would run out and kiss star players, and everybody would clap, and then the cops would get her and take her off the fucking field. I mean, I don't see any fucking difference between this stupid kid and the Philly Fanatic. <laughs> the Philly Fanatic fucking has annoyed me so many times when I'm trying to watch a ball game. Fucking picking up kids and shit. And acting like he's doing a hula dance or whatever this dumb shit is. I, not only do I hate the Philly Fanatic, I hate fucking people who cheer for him. Is he an alien or? I don't know. He's like a giant muppet. He's like what fucking Oscar's older cousin it's like if oscar and fucking big bird had a kid it would be the philly fanatic
7: and like mix it with an ardvar because what's it's that with that just, nose or it that has
0: nothing to do with fucking baseball or philadelphia at all and they've embraced this fucking moron um bill bill in uh, jersey city you're on the run a fish show
2: Ron, you're, you're the, the voice of reason. Um, I'm glad you have some partners there feeling better today. I had called up to defend the police and stand with them that this is an acceptable level of force and that the kid might have been one of those psychos that tried to slash uh, Katerina Witt's throat or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, in context, you're right.
3: The, it shouldn't have happened, and I changed my mind listening to you. Thank you.
0: Uh, well, I, you know, to me, it's no big deal. I don't even want to see the fucking cop fired or anything. But the ridiculousness of this whole fucking story uh, just fucking gets to me. You know, now that I look at it, the yeah. cop tried to shoot him at least
7: once, and yeah. maybe yeah. twice they,
0: before. Because there's, do you see the silver stuff on the ground? Well,
7: you right
9: there?
0: Yeah, he's got him at right yeah, he's got him at certain fucking angles. He can't wait to put <laughs> one in this fucking idiot kid, and the kid is dressed like a four year old, with just stupid fucking sh- uh, shorts and his little fucking take home shirt i can't believe that everybody's acting like this could be danger like none of us have ever been to a game before and have seen annoying kids run out there i fucking laughed or i cried at friends of mine that i've talked into running out on a field (laughs) it's not too many times i have been to a ball game with a drunk friend who that i act like you you ought to get out there place will go nuts Seriously, if you fucking slide in second and then just take off, everybody will love it.
7: Oh, the sliding is always the best part, that they think they're actually, you know, doing a baseball play.
0: No, here's the best part. When you start to see the idiot going over the fence to go on the field and you think to yourself, oh, why did I fucking say that to him? Why did I talk him into this? Um, It really will be uh, up to whatever the local judge is down there, no matter what any of our opinions are and i don't think see here's the thing in philadelphia i don't see this as a deterrent because i don't see any of these guys mind taking a fucking taser in the neck if they think everyone's going to look uh, at them for a second eight six six ron zero fez um hey bob you're on Ron fez hey buddies how you yeah. doing
8: Hey, um, do, you, uh, do you remember uh, Mike Curtis, the uh, linebacker from the old Baltimore Colts? When that guy ran on the field, yeah, he just kind of he
0: kind of hit him with a flying lariat, which is hey. always a uh, a funny fucking bit. I saw um, they do some show on TV that I had on for a second last night, where they were showing. I guess it's like a candid camera type thing, but some guy in Belgium, he uh, throws a net over a guy in a mall and then takes off, and the guy's just standing there with a net over him. And as the guy is running around, I don't know what the joke is there, or I don't know why they can came to camera joke of let's bother regular people and act like it's okay, but as the guy's running around, some guy just fucking hits him with his wheelhouse <laughs> and just drops him, thinking, I'll be a fucking hero today. Throw net <laughs> on people, I'll fucking get you one. <laughs> 866-RUN-0-FEZ. Uh, Colin in Canada, you're on run a fez.
2: Hey, uh, Ronnie B. I yeah. uh, just wanted to mention, uh, our national police force up here, the RCMP, has just destroyed, like, thousands of their tasers because they were outputting ten times the amount of voltage that uh, they were regulated for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was up here, that guy in Vancouver, actually, in the airport that got
0: killed. But, but you, you've you got to do that in Canada to stop those fucking drunks. <laughs> Ain't that the because truth? these the, the Canadian... You might even have to shoot him in a kneecap just to slow him down. <laughs> they get really hammered up there. Uh, by, by the way, though, and I'm saying this as a guy who has, said, has talked to his buddies into running out on the field. If I would have seen my friend tasered, I never would have stopped laughing. <laughs>
7: <laughs> that would be more incentive to get him to go on the field. Oh, you got to do it, dude. Yeah. And just keep your head bobbing because they're going to try to taser you. Well, do you remember a few years back when they, some of those college kids... Talk the kid and Yankee Stay into jumping from the upper deck into the net. Yeah. That was insane.
0: Yeah, and Buddy pulled it off. The he kid's did. a fucking hero. He did pull it off. Uh, and uh, don't act like you've never seen, seen people just hanging <laughs> off. Like, I'm going to hang off for a while. <laughs> right. Everybody starts to yell, jump, jump, jump. Or the guy who will, like, fucking shimmy out on the rope. Yeah. Um, Scott, Kansas City, here. I'm running a fizz.
3: Yeah, I'm really surprised that you're being so bleeding hard about all of this. They got a Zerfi taste without question. Well, first of all,
0: first of all, it isn't a matter of bleeding hard. I, I don't give a fuck about the kid. I'm just saying it kind of makes cops look bad. The cop looks bad because he's not in enough fucking shape as the kid. You almost want to take the badge off and give it to a kid. There's no reason that a cop should be a lard ass. But the other part of it is all kids deserve to be tased. It has nothing to do. I would like to fucking tase a kid just for showing up with a sign. They all annoy the shit out of me at a ball game. I don't want to fucking sit behind a fucking kid who's come up with some reason to have NBC show up on a sign.
7: Or big, huge, like, hats and outfits. that you know, Yeah, anything. to
0: fucking draw attention to
7: yourself, you assholes. People are always dressing up like Darth Vader for every single sports event. It started I, as the Oakland Raiders, now there's you, a Darth Vader. I despise
0: Darth Vader. I fucking... Everywhere. Yeah, I despise Shrek. I, Fez's fucking team is an embarrassment with the pirate dressing, and they have a boat. Oh, you know, it distracts from the game. Everything fucking distracts from the game now. The game is not good enough for any of you fucking people. Uh... Here's uh, Let's go over to Tim. Tim, you're on my face.
5: Hey, what's going on,
3: Ronnie? Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm a police officer down here, and I just want to ask you a question. If you want to get a taser, what's the other choice?
0: I I would like to see the kid get fucking slammed into the dirt old school. I want to see a flying open field tackle, and I want to feel like the cops can run someone down. This, to me, just looks like a lazy cop. You got an out-of-shade cop out there. I mean, it was,
7: it was like the fan with De Niro, rather than a fun sporting event. You don't right. need to pull out a firearm. I know it's not bullets, but it's just as menacing looking. That's but the point. They it's, should
1: they should at least put it in the announcement when they say, before a game, do not run on the field, or you'll be tasered.
0: Here's uh, our good buddy DJ Newstyle. How are you, pal?
1: Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good. I get the YouTube on. Um, after
5: being out a few days with a uh, fake heart attack, Davy Mac comes back and reclaims second mic on the Rana Fez show. Mm-hmm.
0: 866, six, Run Zero Fez. 866, Run Zero Fez. Uh, DJ Newstyle. Throwing it down. Pulling it down. It was actually I actually threw it to him because I asked him about something. Is uh, We are going to do another one of the. Uh, big game shows that we do, Search, Search, Hurry Up and Search, with a full audience. And we were thinking about this, uh, perhaps podcasters. We put the podcasters up against each other. Nice. Now Dave, would you and Sam, you guys are podcasters, uh, would you be willing to do this?
7: I would be willing, but um, I have to correct you, we're not podcasters. What? Yeah, we have a show here on Sirius XM it's saturday
0: nights on yeah. the satellite yes it is Ronnie. i'm going to write that down then cuz i was i think you always came trying in to find once. your website it's okay. not in a pod what's that no, i i thought you came in once you oh, should uh, know no, i don't think so i would have got a proper introduction and <laughs> well, we didn't know made what the we feel were like, doing made to feel like i was welcomed
7: yeah we didn't know what we were doing at the time mm. we've improved since then i
0: don't think so oh yeah um but we will put this up We'll put up on uh, The 202 Friends Twitter And also your opportunity If you like to uh, Come here and watch it It's going to be What's the date on that
1: It's a week from this Friday It is May 14th In the Fishbowl Studio Here at the XM uh, Sirius XM Studios So it's what time And what yeah. day Friday the 14th 1pm
0: Friday the 14th 1pm So you go to 202 Friends They'll uh, be putting up there In just uh, a little while on 202 friends uh, remember you got to be here like a half hour in advance you got to be here by 1230 so if you can make it uh, we'd love to have you so go to 202 friends and put it up there and then uh, if you have a podcast let us know if you'd like to get your podcast plugged we'll pick three people who will be playing on air and the exciting thing is they will be playing for no prizes <laughs> Well, well, I will say this, your podcast will get a plug on the special delivery
7: show. Sure, and they and they get to wear a, uh, a crown and the robe. And they, if you
0: win. And the chan, chandel, Chandler? Yeah, you get uh, uh, Raymond Chandler. <laughs> he, he comes in, he fucking takes staff. you out for lunch or whatever. It's a staff, whatever. It's a I don't know staff. what that thing is. I don't even think they're used anymore by kings and queens, <laughs> are they?
1: I think they keep them on display, but you never see, like, the Queen of England carrying hers around, pointing people out with it.
0: Brian, PA, you're on run of fez.
5: Oh, hi, Ron. When you were talking about that kissing bandit before, I punched her up, and her, her name was Morgana. I haven't been a baseball fan for a while, so there was a while back. She
0: Morgana was, was her name. You're exactly right. She was
5: born in 1947, and when you said about the breast, they didn't have it back then. She had surgery in 19... 19- 69 and changed her measurements to 60,
2: 24, 39.
0: All right, now I'm very, very impressed with this news because for some reason, and it's kind of ruined my childhood because I always thought she had natural tits, but she was just this giant-titted old lady who would run out and try to fucking, you know, kiss uh, Johnny Bench. Right. I don't even know. I never know what the the point was, but everybody would clap. A lot of pitchers, too, for that He person. had her, and then the first really annoying guy is the guy with the fucking rainbow-colored afro. Yeah. Uh, who would be, like, always, like, going crazy behind stuff. And then he thought, I'll teach people about the Lord. And he came up with the John, I guess, 316. He was the inventor of that. Right. Of showing up at sporting events with that. That ruined, like, 10, 12 years of sports. Um, and then he got arrested, went to jail... I think he kidnapped his own wife. Something fucking crazy. Yeah,
7: it was in a. He went to a hotel room and he and he kidnapped um one of the um just the maids, one of the the maids who was working there. Now,
0: why did he do it? Did they say?
7: They still thought he needed like a fix of publicity, so he only did it to get on TV. Yeah, and I'm and telling also, you, he wanted to re- release his manifesto of like religion too. They don't, caught
1: him on hair samples.
0: Don't get on TV because they you can't then live a life without it. You spend the rest of your life like Danny Bonaducci going, "How do I? What do I have to do to get back on TV? Give me any fucking reason to be on TV, right. I'll do it." They just love being on TV. You just
7: start crossing off VH1 shows, like, "Okay, yeah, there's another matter. show I can't do." Hopefully, somewhere I'll get another. Uh, well, you
0: dope. see, uh, the worm is on. Uh, uh, what's the name of that show? The secondary Dr. Drew show, Sober House, Sober House, House, guess, Sober right? House. and. From what I can tell, it doesn't even seem like the guy even has a drinking problem. No. He will not explain what's going on. He just wants to lay on a bunk... And be on television. And wants to get paid. They actually
7: asked him, Dennis, why are you here? He says, because I'm, like, I'm getting paid for it.
0: But how much are they getting paid? Two, three grand? <laughs> I don't
10: know, but they, I they showed that part on TV. I heard like 20 grand a like, week. No, I think for the whole shoot or whatever. Yeah, that's days. about
0: two grand a week then. Oh, that's fuck. Not, and the, I, mean, mean, I mean, the guy should be able to go out and do a fucking signing and make a lot more money than that.
7: Well, he was on this year's Celebrity Rehab, and they only were in there for like 18 days. So if they're making 20 G's for that, that's pretty good. That's just two weeks. All right. That's a good At deal. At the same
0: time, you don't think that he could go out to someplace, sign fucking shit for five, ten grand a night? He
7: probably could.
0: He's wasting his time in there. He's done, he's
7: done so much shit now. Because he did Celebrity uh, Apprentice. He also did the fucking wrestling
0: show. Celebrity Wrestlers. He needs to be uh, dancing celebrities. <laughs> the dancing celebrities, they, they showed a guy, I guess it was The Bachelor two weeks ago, he cried when he was on. That's pathetic. I think if you're a celebrity,
7: you should uh, uh, only be allowed, and should be a new American law, to be on one reality show,
0: and then that's it. No, I think the law should be this. You need to do the Argentine tango, and you need to show the passion of the dance, <laughs> the sexuality of the dance. Because they're always telling those people, you're not showing the, the deep, deep passion. <laughs> Apparently, it's a very, very sexual dance. Extremely sexual. Well, it takes two. Um, does it? To tango? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's just
7: something I read. I think on a bazooka comic. Well, I'd like to see the solo tango guy.
0: That would be the fucking best for me. All right, Ron and Fez show, 866 run 0 fez 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's kind of a uh, a fun story, because I don't think I want to sit around and talk about the fucking car bomber, the failed car, bom- car bomber. It's just, it's too almost depressing fucking think that a fucking idiot would want to just blow up a car and kill strangers. Not mm. some guy that owes you money. Not some guy who fucking kicked your dog or called your girlfriend a whore. Just people on vacation he wanted to kill. What a fucking moron. Uh, but I like this. Uh, Bill Maher has hurt the Republicans' feelings. and I didn't see the show that he said it, but I saw a clip of it. He basically said this. Um, he said that a racist person is much more likely to be a Republican. A racist person is much more likely to be a Republican. And I caught a, uh, a clip on TV of Hannity yelling, what about black racists? <laughs> <laughs> what about those guys? So right away, I mean, it's that's kind of fairly a fucking racist thing as soon as you try to find other people. In other words, not saying we're not racist, but just say racism is, you know, also on the other side. He didn't even defend the fact that say we're not racist. Uh, but Davy Mac, it's, you know, it's a general fucking statement that Bill Maher made. It's not a specific statement. But generally do you think he has a point?
7: Yes, I definitely do. The breakdown, look at the uh, red states versus blue states and unfortunately, you look at where a lot of race shit went down in the 60s, the segregation, not let's not for, fucking forget where slavery went down, they tend to vote for Republican.
0: Okay, but at the same time, don't act like race stuff hasn't happened in the city of Philadelphia. and They vote Democrat. It hasn't happened in Boston. They vote Democrat. has No. Uh,
7: Chicago, New York. But there wasn't legalized slavery in, in Philly or, or New York. Do you York.
0: realize how many hundreds of years we're talking away now? Come on, dude. Seriously. This long is long, not a fucking talk about, r- about slavery. It's talk about 2010 racist. What party, Fez Watley, are you more likely to find racist?
1: I would say the Republican. I think Bill Maher is right. And you're basing that on what? Just, uh, like, things where the illegal immigration thing in Arizona, how does where that that's make, a Republican deal. How
0: does that make you a racist? How does it make you a racist to say that we should secure our own borders?
1: Where it's you're targeting certain people just based on what they look like. If they look illegal.
0: They are. Well, but this happened. All right. So you are saying that you didn't think this was true until a couple weeks ago in Arizona. And now a light bulb went off in your head and you say Republicans are racist.
1: I I think that's one example. I think also with Dave saying the the way red states
0: vote. And prejudice in the South. But here's the thing. To just sit around and say white people who live in the South are prejudiced is a fucking prejudice statement. Just because you happen to be born white in the South does not make you a racist. Everybody's very comfortable with that kind of prejudice. Both of you guys, it just rolled off that white people in the South are are fucking prejudiced. If
7: his point was that racists are more likely to be Republican, then you have to start with Republican states.
0: Um... I don't – I.
7: but there's all kinds of people who live in every fucking state. I agree with you, and I know that there are certainly racist liberals too, but the but there are more. There are definitely more in the Republican Party. Just, just look at how many minorities are in the Democratic
0: Party versus minorities who are in the Republican Party. Well, let, let's face a couple of things. Here's the way that I see the party set up. You have one party who said, we kind of like the way things are. Mm-hmm. we like to status quo, or even as a matter of fact, we like to roll things back to the good old days. That's the Republican Party, right? Right. Uh, and then the other party is basically the party against all that. They're for progress. They're for doing things differently. And they're there for a million fucking different reasons. So it doesn't really mean that they're not wanted in the Republican Party. You know what I mean? Nobody right. is kept out of the Republican Party. They're glad to have every fucking vote. But some people just think, well, those days didn't exactly work for me. I have my own agenda. Here's the changes I want to make. Doesn't mean that you're liberal on, on every single issue out there. Just whatever that core issue means to you, you tend to stick with that. Um eight six six run zero fez, eight six six run zero fez. Um here is uh, Michael in Atlanta. You're on of Fez.
3: Yeah, but I had uh, I had friends of mine that are from Pennsylvania, and they were always Democrats. And when they found out I voted for Obama, uh, they just went ballistic because he was a black man, basically. And they're from Pennsylvania, and they were Democrats up at that point. They wouldn't even vote anymore.
0: Well, there are more than just a few fucking racists who were born and raised in Pennsylvania. I know this for a fact. <laughs> I know this for a fact. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Alex in Minneapolis, you're on Run a Fez.
2: Hey, you guys are kind of talking like the only racism that that exists is white people against black people. There's blacks that are racist against white people. There's knife skins that are racist against black no, people. But it's I th- all over the place, and you're only considering the political party. Or but I, I think that's a
0: people. lot different when you're a minority because you don't have kind of the rule of law behind you. You don't have the social norm behind you. You know what I'm saying? So if a if a black guy wants to be uh, racist, let's say against Dave. Right, there's not a lot that he could do to change Dave's life other than physically or you know verbally attacking him. But the system is set up. The system is set up to be on the side of people like Dave, myself, Fez at one time until he made a certain choice he hasn't talked about. But the system is set up. It's kind of our system, white guy system. Right To, to fucking say that that's not true you uh, you just be fucking crazy. Uh, Sean, Arizona, you're on Are How you doing, Ronnie? Yeah.
2: I just think it's another Democratic ploy to point out that since Republicans don't like the social programs, or, for example,
5: law in Arizona, that, they, that they're that for it, that that makes them racist.
9: But,
0: again, let's not fucking say that Bill Maher is a Democrat. I don't think that he is. I think he's, he's not. He's probably he an independent. He that way. What's that? He leans that way. I, I think if you if you paid attention to him, some of his stuff is uh, somewhat libertarian. So, you know, I, not everybody falls into every party line. Hmm. Um, here's uh, Mike in Vegas. Your manifest.
5: Hey, good morning. Hey, um, in the
6: early '90s, Spike Lee did an interview with Playboy magazine, and um, he said blacks are incapable. Uh, being racist due to the fact that they don't have the power in this nation.
0: It's kind of the now, point that I was making. You, you can say that they're racist, and I'm sure that there is prejudice and racism, but when you don't have the power behind you, it's a totally different thing.
5: Yeah, but he has the media. I mean, what what bigger? You control the media, you
0: control the masses. Well, Spike Lee doesn't control the fucking media. I don't even think well, he's I ever had.
5: That. I understand that. I understand it, but he he's has never the even had
0: a big hit movie. Um, the interesting thing, by the way, there's a Spike Lee thing that is so fucking cool right now. I can never think of like where you're from or something, but Spike had to trace this back to almost find out what slave owner he's related to. And Emmett Smith did the same exact thing. Jeez, that you get yeah. to a certain point that you go, this slave owner is my relative. Very fucking strange thing that takes place in really, this country. Really, really creepy. That's why it always bothers me Earl walking around with the last name Douglas. I'd definitely Malcolm X that shit out if I was a fucking black guy. Or get a Muslim type deal. I don't know if I'd want to be a Muslim though. I don't fucking like that. Kareem Douglas? I'd just rather make up my own fucking... well, you would get rid of Douglas, not Earl. Earl's fine. All right, Earl Abdul Jamie. Earl's not
1: the slave name.
0: It <laughs> could be Earl the Pearl and leave it at that. <laughs> but seriously, I don't think I really want to walk around with a fucking slave owner's name who at one point raped my great great grandmother. <laughs> oh, let me carry his name around.
7: Not unless it was Jefferson. I'm and-
0: not Laura from Luke and Laura where I finally get around to liking the guy. Um, Mary in Arizona, you're Fez. Mary. Hi. Yes. Yes.
4: Um, that made a comment about the new law that we're passing down here in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And I guess that kind of offended me because all these people are saying they don't want to come to Arizona anymore. They're going to ban us and all that kind of stuff. I think you have to actually live down here to understand what that law is actually going to do for us.
0: It it amazes I mean, me that people that cannot put themselves, and Fez, I'm going to throw you into this because I even brought this up to you before and I know that you haven't looked into it anymore, but if your fucking neighborhood was being overrun, safety would go right to the top of the things that fucking bothered you. We saw it here after 9-11. Everybody was willing to give up their safety pretty fucking quick to make uh the, give up their rights pretty fucking quick to make sure that their neighborhood was safe again. I had fucking, um in front of my house, I was living on the East River, a gunboat fucking sat in front of my house for like two weeks after 9-11. Fucking pointed up at the river. It just, they anchored off a, a big Coast Guard boat with a gunboat. I look out my window and I go, I would go like this. Fucking I ain't got a gunboat out front. Yeah. I fucking, I didn't feel like I was... You know, I felt like I was on the side of the Coast Guard that day, you know. Your neighborhood starts being r- fucking overrun, and people will be like, what do we got to do to fix this right now? I totally get that. And I totally get that the people in Arizona feel like the state and federal government has let them down. All the guys with
7: the heavy-duty machine guns are back uh, in the Army fatigues so at, right. at the port yeah. of authority. And, and it's, if you really look at those guns, it can be kind of... Kind of
0: frightening. It can't unless you feel like they're on your side. Exactly. And that's what we feel like. And those guns are out right now to make people feel better. Yeah. Like, because you got to get on a bus, go under a river in a tunnel. That can fucking get to you a little bit. If you come in here in a train, underground, your fucking mind can start to run on you a little bit. And you're thinking, how do I need to make this safe? Before anything else. Right. That's what the people in Arizona, that's where their fucking heads are right now. They may not always be even doing the right thing, but you will put safety up very fucking quick if you feel like your wife and kids are in an unsafe situation. You're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do to lock this back <laughs> down again? Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, let's go over to uh, Jason in Arizona. You're a fez.
2: Hey, uh, I just find it funny that you say that black people can't be racist, but, you know, they have the United Negroes College
5: Fund, but if, uh, you know, you set up a white boy college fund, you get sued the crap out of.
9: Well, first of all,
0: most of the college funds have always been white boy college funds, and it's always been easier to get into a college for a white guy because you've had relatives and friends and people that your dad works with to help you get into that college fund. Now Jason, you yourself, you might be just, you know, on the lower end of that white thing. There's nothing I can do to help you there. But white people take care of white people. We always have. True. But always fucking have. In my neighborhood, when I would get in trouble, white people would come to fucking help out for me. That's nice. At it's the like- time, it, it didn't even fucking dawn on me. That's like the Freemasons in your neighborhood. You don't even think about it, but you take care of your own. Right. It's not a fucking terrible thing, you know? That but somebody give a judge or a cop a call and say, come on, you know, you know him. You know his family. <laughs> They're good people. And black people see that, and they think that we have it organized. It's not all that organized. It's just something you do for fucking people, you know? That's why fucking... When you're telling kids when they want to get into good colleges and you're always telling them to join all those volunteer programs and sports programs, we're basically saying... Meet some more well-connected white people. Get to know all the white people that can help you out here. That's why you're taking food down to old people. (laughs) Now, none of that's ever going to work for fucking Hicks. He didn't know that fucking system. He was scratching in the fucking dirt. That's right. The only thing that ever made Hicks white was his skin. Other than that, (laughs) he didn't have any fucking thing. 866 round 0 fez Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Um, let's go over here to uh, Kevin. Kevin Houston. You're on Fez. Hey,
5: what's up, Mos? Yeah. Hey, uh, white uh, Republican male from the South. Uh, guess I am racist,
2: but that's all right. But I just wanted to tell you, after Katrina, whenever Houston got the influx from New Orleans, I don't care if you were black, white. Mexican, everybody was racist toward people from New Orleans.
0: That's what happens when you get overrun in Miami yeah. when all those fucking Cubans came in and people were acting like it was great, except for the people in Miami. Mm. They're like, oh, we got to set up camps and then we got to put fences around those fucking camps.
5: Absolutely. And that's it happens in a, in a heartbeat. Arizona. It's the same thing that's happening in Arizona. They're fed up with it, they're, they're doing what they've got to do. And I completely agree with. You. Anyway, love you guys.
0: Talk to you later. It's all right. Eight six six run zero fez. Eight six six run zero fez. Here's Graham and PA. You're in Memphis.
3: Hey, how's it going? Um, I was going to say uh, I think that uh, Republicans will be more predisposed to being racist because most, if not all, of them are like conservative Christians, and I think racism kind of started off being based in religious beliefs.
0: Uh, So, tell me why Christians are anti-black, because this is new to me.
3: Well, uh, because in the Bible, the only black person that was mentioned was a guy named Ham, and he was uh, apparently like a servant or something, so they just deemed the black people like lower class.
0: Okay, and why do we have so many black uh, Christian churches that really have a lot of uh, political clout in this country? They got out the Obama vote.
3: Well, because they're suckers, for one, for mm-hmm. believing in that shit, and for two, got to be a Christian to have... I mean, you can't... I don't think you'd get elected president if you weren't a No, but I'm talking president.
0: about the people on the ground. I'm talking about just regular people. The black churches are very well organized.
3: Uh, I don't know. Don't oh, no, I, th- I I mean, I think everybody gets into the Christianity just because, uh, I mean, for the same reason anybody else does, I don't think... People are scared of dying. That's all that's based on, I think. But I think that's why people are are racist, the Republicans, because of the the Old Testament or whatever with the ham guy.
0: All right, buddy. Here's uh, Amy in Columbus. You're on the Run of Fez show.
4: Yeah, I uh, just wanted to comment on the whole racist thing. Everybody's racist. I work in the restaurant industry. And, you know, aside from the fact that black people feel that they don't have to tip, Mm
9: -hmm.
4: um, you know, even fat people are racist against me because i'm not i didn't make them
9: fat you know what
0: i mean
4: right, everybody's on. racist about fat. Ha-
0: fat people are racist
4: oh god yeah uh- i roll up onto a table full of fat girls and they hate me instantly
0: now why are you, why do they why do the people of the fat race hate you so much
4: because i'm not
0: and because you're so hot
4: no, no, just because I'm not
0: fat. So they say to you, look at her, she's not fat. Or, what's wrong with you? I can see your ribs.
4: I hate people that are tall because I want to be tall.
0: You're racist, racist against tall people. <laughs> right. How tall are you, honey? 5'3. Ooh, scary. She hates manipulating. Like oh, a little fucking <laughs> scary, thin midget.
1: I can't All believe right. I would hate anyone that was bringing me the pancakes.
0: 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 run zero Fez. Uh, Toby, Jersey, you're on Fez.
2: Hi, how you guys
5: doing? Yeah. First time caller.
0: All right. This is my last time answering the phone.
5: Uh, well, uh, I, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I, I guess I was part of the skinny race, and now I'm starting to get more into the fat race. So I'm kind of gaining some weight. Anyway, uh, I was reading something about, uh, um, Arizona was like, you know, just to kind of chime in there, I know we're defending Arizona here, and they're right, and I understand your point about that, yeah, but they but just to throw it in the mix, they were basically one of the maybe the only state that kind of had an issue with Martin Luther King Day when that came out, so I just want to know what that defense is
0: um I think uh, yeah i I'm not going to speak for the people of Arizona, and I mean, even being here for Martin Luther King Day, I'm not sure. If it really has helped all that much, I can't tell you. That's that fun that, that <laughs> Martin Luther King day, day has brought the races together. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, some of that stuff to me is just um, window dressing. It's not really fixing anything. It just gives a politician uh, something to say. Here's David in Washington. You're on Fez. Hello.
9: Oh yeah. yeah.
5: Okay. Hey, hey, buddies. Um, Okay, Ron. You uh, the Bill Maher made a really simple point, mm-hmm. and, and and you and you kind of went against it. So now you've got people calling in talking about, well, I know somebody from uh, New York who's a Democrat and they're racist right. black people, and that was probably the whole point. Yeah, but that's what's wrong with this fucking country is that we deal in all these half truths, can't face simple fucking realities. And the fact is, if not not every Republican is a racist, not every racist is a Republican, but if you had to place a fucking bet on which way somebody you know... Uh, uh, is a racist, what way their political leanings are, it's fucking Republican. So yeah, most likely a racist probably most likely leans Republican. Why I, can't we just
0: accept that and move on? David has taken us back to the central fucking point where Fez and Dave, when I tried to pull them into it, immediately went into attacking the South. But the truth is if you do love the old ways... If you're Archie Bunker, more likely you're going to lean Republican. You're not going to be like, what new social programs to move people ahead can I get involved in? And that sometimes gets called uh, racist. And sometimes it is, but I do believe, David, that everybody carries some kind of prejudice with them. All right. And I do appreciate your and taking this back to... To Bill Maher's point, which I don't see as being all that controversial. I really don't. And the guys could have mm. made that fucking point for you, but we need you to call in with it. 866 Run Zero Fez. 866 Run Zero Fez. Uh, Eric, Jacksonville, you're on the Run a Fez show.
5: Hey, gentlemen, how you doing today? Yeah. Hey, I just want to hit the point with the, uh, the whole racism thing. You look at the. Uh... 36% of the black voters are the first-time voting in this uh, past presidential election. And uh, when the majority of them were asked why they voted, they said they wanted to see a black president. Now, is
3: racism not uh, the opinions based on the color of skin? Right well, there.
9: Right, the but
0: but of by, by that same exact token, for some reason, I grew up with pictures of the fucking Kennedy brothers uh, in my living room, or in my dining room. And if I go to Ireland, my you know mother always said, oh, we're Irish, Kennedy was the best president. I don't have any fucking house to go to in Ireland. I couldn't trace my way back into Ireland. (laughs) Yet I was totally told we were Irish growing up. I fucking bought into it. After a while, I'm like, we're part of Ireland. I don't know, somewhere over there. (laughs) I couldn't tell you. They all came over a long time ago.
7: Well, you knew it was your heritage, though.
0: Uh, Again, though, why is that suddenly our favorite president? Why is that the fucking gimmick that we would hold on to? I don't remember uh, fucking Kennedy ever doing anything. Thing for a fucking Chichester. I don't know what our fucking tie-in would be with this guy. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Eight six six Ron zero Fez. Um, Damien in Jersey, you're on RON-O-FEZ.
3: Hey, how you doing, guys? Uh,
2: I just wanted to respond to that guy who said uh, racism is a uh, I don't know somehow centered around religion. It's not at all. I think that you know we're only three mi- three million years away from uh, chimpanzees. And uh, it's just a survival
5: instinct. If uh, a bunch of chimpanzees saw a bunch of lions, they'd stay away and they'd be what we consider racist. Not,
0: not only that, but if we went in the jungle, we'd probably be friends with a chimpanzee first. That's right. the weird thing <laughs> about us. We yeah. really do go to our own. And it's uncomfortable even to say that. But go to any public school and you're going to see... The Hispanic kids sitting together, the black kids sitting together, white kids sitting together. Then you can subdivide that but by. That's,
7: that's not racist. I mean, that's belonging to common people is not the same thing as hating another people. I understand. Yeah, but I, don't, I mean, I don't even hang out with white people but too. I, I but I, I, think, I don't hate yeah. blacks.
0: Well, in Earl's case, I believe I've heard you say many racist things to Franklin. You said many racist things. Off the air. And those two guys are my two best friends. Oh. Well, until Franklin panicked last week and never to be seen again. <laughs> Since you weren't here, he had a fez fight. Right. And then didn't even stay and do his shoot. <laughs> he ran out into the street and never was fucking seen again. But it does go back to race sometimes. Yeah, I mean. And by just saying, I'm more comfortable with white people. My yeah, I kind, am. I definitely am. There's got to be a certain amount of prejudice connected with that.
7: Well, no, it's just it's birds of a feather, so to speak, and that's what the. But happens. you would
0: get along better, probably, with a white guy from Washington State who lives three thousand miles from you than you would a black guy that lives a half a mile from you. Why wouldn't your birds of a feather be Jersey first? <laughs>
7: Well, and those I'm, guys aren't gonna like the black people don't like Jersey Shore and shit like that. So the guy from Washington probably does. So culturally, your thing is same sides.
0: White is your culture. Well, we no. I love the NBA. Come on, it's not. No, like that's that. not what I'm saying. I'm saying where your comfort level has to do well, with true. I mean, listen, his skin I, color. I, I like rock not, and rolls, but not even background. Your fucking background of being a Jersey guy. Still, makes you would get along better with a white guy from San Francisco or Minneapolis than a black guy who goes to the same fucking haunts you have your whole life. More than likely. Yeah, it's very weird. And the thing is, you don't even have to figure that out, but if you fucking um, just fucking admit it at first, then we can finally go on before we even get to should we keep the illegal immigrants out and the reasons why we let them in in the first place. The reason why there's not a fucking uh, thing. And basically the reason why there isn't is so that they can get over here and cheaply pick food for white people. (laughs) And until we fucking admit to that, I think we're bullshit. (laughs) We don't have a problem with them coming over. We have a problem with them getting in people's yards. That's what pisses us off. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ Um... Let's go over to uh, Tom in New York City. Jeremiah Fez,
3: like to try to bring the races together with a spy report.
0: Uh, spy report. Spy report. Spy report.
6: Spy report. Spy report. Yeah. Tonight on Letterman, the great Sharon Jones.
0: Love her. Love Sharon Jones. Love everything about her. Uh, Earl's working on us, trying to do something with her. Uh, Anthony Queen, Jeremiah Fez.
3: I was just going to agree with you. I think that people are more tribal than they are racist, and I think that the two often get confused. Okay, Favor, favoring one's own race is not racism. It's when you, prejudge, when you prejudge other races and you sort of use your power against them. If people well, just treated each other decently, it wouldn't be a, there would be no racism. You know, it's just I don't see no problem
2: with people being tribal, though.
0: Well, it depends on what is tribal. Why is Dave more comfortable with some guy in Seattle that he's never met than he is with a black neighbor who lives less than a fucking, you know, five minutes away?
3: I think that's in our genetic code. I mean, I, and I don't think there's a problem admitting that. Yeah. It's just, it, it is what it is. You know, people just, na-
2: I mean, I went to public school and you're right. The kids segregate themselves.
9: Right.
0: You know, now, no one's telling the them to do it. The only fucking thing, that my biggest interaction. With black kids in high school, and I think it needs to be done more, is dealing weed. When you're dealing weed, and one thing about black kids, they don't understand weight. They do not fucking know what an OZ is. Ever. Ever. You could always go light to those motherfuckers. And they're happy to have it. As long as it isn't dirt. But here's the other fucking problem. You can't have them as your only customers, because it takes them forever to fucking smoke their weed. (laughs) Well, they got things to do. They could make a fucking quarter last a month. I don't fucking understand it. You ever even see their joints? You can pick your fucking teeth with it. uh, You're like, is there any weed in here at all? (laughs) Until you get to the Jamaicans, and then every fucking joint looks like a hoagie. (laughs) The Jamaicans have got to be the fucking... Strangest <laughs> of all, the black people on the planet. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. John, Jersey, you're on Ron Fez. Hey,
2: buddy. Yeah. I want to forget up the uh, kind of theory that each generation is getting less and less racist. Like, if you look back to, uh, like, my grandparents or my parents, it just seems
5: to be diminishing over the generation. Like, 50s compared like the generation born today, this
0: year. Well, you know, it's really funny because if I look at my parents and grandparents, they uh had trouble dating and marrying uh across what was considered white people, where, you know, um my dad wasn't supposed to date any Polish people. And, you know, right. that was a fun. And, you know, to us, it seems like completely funny, but it was a huge fucking deal that, you know, he couldn't get caught fucking around with a Polish chick by either family. Either family would flip the fuck out. And those things existed until, you know, probably the 50s we still had white people dividing themselves mm-hmm. up, up north. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Mike, you're on run a fez
5: Yeah. I would just calling about how do they do black people even know what a scale is when it comes down to breaking up an OG?
0: Not when you not when you're just fucking talking to regular guys on the street, they never did. They never fucking had it together. And they would want to make the fucking exchange happen so quickly. You're like this is not enough weight to fucking for me to fucking blink my lights and have somebody fucking just fucking come over here and let's do this fucking thing. Stop acting like I'm. I just fucking landed a plane from Colombia.
7: Paranoid, maybe.
0: I guess they have a right to be because like, again, if they get in trouble, the fucking trouble would have been a lot worse than mine.
7: Yeah, it's like those guys are like hurricane.
0: Yes, play, play, fucking, Go away for life fucking Reuben <laughs> Carter Well, well, well Look who it is, Franklin We haven't seen him since the bad time
1: Since he expressed his uh, homophobia Very vehemently on the air
0: He doesn't want to be compared with that he, does, okay. he called me later He does not want to be considered a homophobe Because he's not
1: Well, he says Then what he says needs to change mm. And then that way he wouldn't be considered one
0: uh Franklin, you're on Fez.
6: hey what's up guys? I'm loving this conversation, and I want to point out something when you're of grown up in a multicultural uh lifestyle like I, I have a lot of cultures, you realize how what a facade the the race is it's like you're it's more about how you grow up and what culture you grow up in not so much um by like your your race or your nationality, but it's more economic Franklin,
0: you got and- one race. Say it again? You're one race.
6: Yeah, I'm just human.
0: No. You're the race that people put on you, and you know it.
6: Oh, that's, that's for other people's view of me. Yeah, I agree with that. But, like, when I... Like, I love people of all different races, and I hate people of all different races. So you start to realize that people are just people, and when you feel like you associate with all the races, you see that very quickly. If
0: you had to say what race you thought Franklin was, what would you say, Dave? Black. See, I, I got a half match. I had black and gay. That okay. was the two races Shit. I had him
9: down
0: for. <laughs> Do I at least get 0. .5 per BGs. Yeah, is tranny a race?
6: I don't think so. You've
0: dressed up like a woman before, though, right? As a joke, Franklin.
6: Oh, constantly, yeah. yeah. On uh, theater and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
0: All right. Good. He's <laughs> he still dancing does. for other guys. is theater now. <laughs> All right. All right, Franklin. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Peace. I know you didn't even say a word to him, Fez.
1: No, no, if he doesn't want to get into it, then I'm not. You know what? I don't need to hear more homophobic rhetoric Did from I, him.
0: Yeah, it's good radio. You're doing good radio. Uh, best to leave it. Best to leave it in the back room. Yeah, you missed it, Dave. You would have loved it. It was an all-time Franklin meltdown, and then uh, Fez busted him for uh, bothering the booking people, <laughs> and he was furious. Even after the show. I don't know why he gets so indignant. He does these things
7: all the time and we remind him all the time. I used to constantly remind him, don't talk to guests, talk to guests. Next day there he is talking to guests. Did these go back to the fifty seventh street oh, yeah. days? Right. These were days. the battles that I used to have with him. Well, always shaking people's hands and like this guy just wants to get in,
0: talk to Ron, get out. Right. One of the uh, one of the bosses was saying like uh you have this guy Franklin asking booking about getting Snoop Dogg in, you know. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, whatever, Franklin's okay. And me and Fez uh, annoy it, just ignore it, right? But, you know, we figure it's just, they'll get over it. But then Fez goes, while he's arguing with (laughs) fucking Franklin, pulls that out of his back pocket. Franklin was crushed.
1: I always try to go lowest common denominator when I get that upset. Mm. Well, that's not low enough for him.
0: That's what Dave does with you. He goes lowest (laughs) common denominator. That's what people don't realize about a fight. It's just like, what's the one thing that will hurt this person's feelings? What could I fucking say?
7: Oh, yeah. Franklin, you could call him so many names. It's so great with him. That's just the one. Just the one all you need. You pointed out his kind of
0: lightness. Wasn't even the original fucking problem we ever had with Franklin fight... Was him bothering a guest? Yeah. Going all the way Rodine. back? Uh-huh. All the time. It,
7: it was always him and it was me. And I would say, please don't talk to them. And I'd look at the corner of my eye and there he is. How are you, Mr. Mr. Modine, I have this movie,
0: he, Searching <laughs> Brooklyn or whatever it was called. Searching Brooklyn. <laughs> so Search is on my eye. Matthew Modine is a great cat. <laughs> he then, really is. He's really down to earth. The well, ex- And here's the other thing about guests. With him and Earl, they, they love to talk to the black guy. You know yeah, I mean? You'd like true. to feel like you made a big black friend that
7: day. Yeah, that is true. But he's he has no gentleness to it. It's just straight in, you know. Well, it
0: doesn't bother the guest and it doesn't bother us, but it's always going to bother the suits because we're only one show that they want to take the guests to that. Right,
7: day. but he used to do his own Franklin pre interview. I would catch him. Not you or Fez, but I would catch him doing a pre interview. His excuse like what? fucking talking like so what are, you, what are your feelings about this film like what was going right. to you might like that was Ron's going to ask him <laughs> in five
9: fucking minutes
7: now I'm getting agitated here well
0: what happens too is if you do that to people then they're bored the second time they and have they to leave
7: tell the it story. all outside yeah they leave it in the hall and he doesn't and I would remind him this is what's going why do this I did see him recently too. give last night in Brooklyn to somebody I can't remember come on I want to hear it the last film director that you, you talked to
10: Uh, Landau um,
0: of Landau,
10: I think, was it Landau? Avatar producer,
0: Avatar producer. Oh my God, he really did.
7: He gave uh, certain. Why am I keep saying he gave last night in Brooklyn? To Landau And I go
0: Oh my god Franklin Why are you fucking doing this And if you oh call Oh my him, god I didn't know that If no. you
1: call him on it That's always his excuse He it, asked for it It's the guest He, he yeah. saw it
8: was just carrying really? it And he got curious Wait, about it
7: He was looking up Franklin On IMDb <laughs> What am I
1: supposed it? to do Not tell uh, Matthew Modine About last night in Brooklyn
0: <laughs> But see this is why You two guys are pussy You didn't bring it up to him Because oh, this would have been and, Fucking I'll bring funny. it up to him Right now in front of his face I didn't know you were going down that route. Well, I didn't know there was a route. I'm in here. I'm not fucking in the other room, so I never know. No, I didn't even know about this
7: until you just told me that that there was more booking yeah, shit. Yeah, it was the day that you were sick. I knew that it was. he
0: had a thing with Feds. I didn't know about the, the the booking stuff. Yeah, that's what fucking... So that I'll was, chime in Yeah, that. That was the tipping point. And then he was so fucking furious. He's listening. Call back, Franklin. Uh... He was so furious when he fucking heard it that he's like, I just got to go, cat.
5: I got to get out of here.
0: (laughs) And he takes his fucking cameras. So, uh, you know, he calls me later. Look, I hope that didn't... I go, I know. I've never done any work with someone who acted like one thing happened so I can't do the other thing. You know what I mean? Right. It didn't make any like, sense. Uh, I'm so mad at Dave right now that I'm walking out on the rest of the show <laughs> and just go to Best Of. That would happen to me about every day. Every day something annoys me enough that yes, I'd rather go home.
7: <laughs> yeah, he had a photo shoot to do. He's listening. See, this yeah. is the part that bothers me about him.
0: Call the fuck up. But people act like like the bosses don't annoy us. Yes, that's their job. Right. That's their job to come down the hall and go, the things that you guys want to do, you can't. We hear it all the time. Yes. Everybody in the business hears it all the time. But the outsiders, they just think, well, anybody who's talking into a microphone just gets to do anything they want <laughs> at any time. And I imagine it sounds like that, but there's certain things they'd like to tug back on. One of them is... The way they do the booking. Right. And bothering
7: people just seems to be a very big priority around here. Because... I tried not to do that. There because, was one time I fucking talked to Jessica Simpson. Big deal.
0: But but here's the thing. Let's suppose... And it, it is not probably a problem that you said, Jessica, can I have a picture? I of said, the hey, picture?
7: honey, turn around.
0: You know what I mean? But how many people work here... And what if everybody did that I agree. for every guest? So they have to have a fucking rule of thumb. Yeah, Does no, it mean that you can't fucking get away with it sometimes? And that's what I tried to say. Choose. This is what choose. Uh, this is the example I gave him to him. I go, all right, Franklin, it's like I work at a bar and I give you free drinks. But then when I'm not around, you're telling the other guy, Ron gave me free drinks. <laughs> so can you, you know what I mean? Like, get your fucking free drinks from me. And realize that you're stealing. That's all?
7: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't pick and choose at all. And I agree. I saw Lil' Steven here yesterday. I decided, no, oh, I'm not going to say anything. No. Lil'
0: Steven and Dave Marsh are hanging out every fucking day. Yeah. And I, I'd love to bother Dave Marsh.
7: I wanted to really, really say hi, but fuck it. I just walked up the steps.
0: We always, you know, we'll, we'll get... Actually, we try to get stuff signed for our listeners, even if we don't have it. Did we get the Willie thing signed today? He
10: he cut his time in half and uh when I I, he, I just missed him when I got in this morning.
0: Willie uh came in to do his Willie channel. I don't know what exactly they do over there Willie's I, place. And what do they do? Just cut liners with him? I guess he might have done like a short interview.
10: I'm not sure. I'm still trying but to
0: But he doesn't like even host a show on his own channel?
10: No.
1: No, sometimes he'll call into it.
0: Oh, okay. That's cool. Couple phoners. <laughs> yeah. He's got an either set up. Big deal. <laughs> Doing on his ranch. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be cool if they did it because some guys will do like a little show. Like they'll do an hour a week, yeah, you know. That's but cool. when Oprah comes in here, it's the same as if she was a guest. It's like Oprah's here. <laughs> Everybody's right. all fucking happy. <laughs> all right, so he didn't call back. Come on, man. Because he knows even I would be against him on fucking handing this shit to a producer. Not even so much doing it, but being seen doing it. Or just He's, being sneaky, yeah. Yeah, well, no, I'd rather he was sneaky and never got caught. Then you can get away with anything in life.
7: But as I mean, long as you're not caught. I mean, sneaky around me, not around the suit. It's like, yeah. he, he saw me uh, see, watching it f- unfold, and it was like, just, I, here's I just what came I know. into a scene
0: from Serpico. The, the, and the, this guy not only produced Avatar, but he produced Titanic and other films. Giant producer. What do you think Franklin charged him for that fucking movie? <laughs> you know he did the same with, as he did with Ant.
7: Give me $15. I'll, no- I'll
1: knock five off for you, Lando. I don't Looks- have to change for a 20
0: Or you go straight to my uh, website and download it. <laughs> All right, he's in hiding. He's not going to call back. We'll take a break. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ- Eight six six run zero If you'd like to be part of search, search, hurry up and search. It's happening Friday, May fourteenth. You've got to be able to be here by at Sirius by twelve thirty. So just uh, let us know at two o two friends on Twitter. Two o two friends on Twitter. We'll be right back. Run a fay show.
6: I'll do what I want to do,
5: whether it's off the wall or not. Now you know I made some mistakes and. and you know, I've told so many people in Los Angeles to kiss my ass and to go fuck themselves that uh, I'm basically blackballed here. You know, you take Alec Baldwin and Daniel Day-Lewis and Kevin Cost and all them. You put me in a room with, uh, put me in something with those guys, I'll eat their asshole. I don't particularly care for actors. I don't like them.
0: Miss Christina drives a 944. Ron Fez show, 866. Runs Your Zero Fez.
5: Hicks,
0: I know that you put that on to mock my... Mickey Rourke But the fucker's right Because he's uh, Blowing up again Over this crazy Iron Man movie He's huge They're saying he's stealing the movie Which I don't know how tough that is But he's this year's Joker And without even saying it I'm going to say this is ten times better than the Joker Well he has whips The Joker's had knives Electric whips Which is a great thing to have I guess Mickey
1: Rourke was saying that he uh, now that he's done with Iron Man too, he still doesn't know what the movie was
0: about. No one knows what any of those movies are about. What was Batman about? Trying to do something to Chicago, and why are people in Chicago have to take a big giant fucking barge, and why would they, why would they put it, fill up the prisoners first before the regular people? No one, you can't stop for a second to try to figure out what do these movies even mean. Where are the feds? As well, like, are you thinking any of these? Where is the fucking army? Got Batman, though. Yeah, the ba- that's who the feds and the army would be trying to kill. They had to mobilize quickly. No, I mean before that. How quick would the feds be on fucking Batman and get rid of him? How quickly would the army be fucking lined up as soon as the local gangsters were beating the cops? Uh, Alright. And I would love to sit around and have another hour fucking start, uh, talk about comic book and comic book movies. But I can't do it every day. Um, Franklin has called back. Franklin? Hey. Did you give your DVD to the film producer? John Landau? Yeah. Yes.
6: The world's most successful film producer? Yes. But let me explain the situation. He had came early. And I was waiting with him until it was his time to go in and I'm just talking to him about my films and stuff, not questioning him and pre-interviewing or anything like that. And then after your interview, he came out and I had nothing for him. I had to actually go back to my office because he asked say, like, hey, do you have a copy of your movie? So I was like, oh, my God, of course I do. So I think I no. would be crazy not
7: to no, no, there. no, 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 no. Here's what happened. I saw this firsthand. Yeah, you were there. Yes, I was. And what happened was, Franklin then Ron goes to John Landau and goes, So I'm gonna get that movie for you, okay? And the guy goes, Oh yeah, that thing you were talking to me about. It was exactly what happened. Landau didn't even remember.
6: but that, That's not what happened.
7: That's what happened. I swear, it? Landau didn't even remember the, of of your little movie. It's like, you know, you did a movie, but he didn't remember it at all,
0: Frankly, I wish that was. If the case. you're going if I to work angles,
6: done it. But I, Frankly, didn't happen that
0: way. If you're going to work angles, just don't get caught. That's the fucking. Gimmick. Oh yeah,
6: I I honestly was um, kind of embarrassed because of the fact that he was so big and the impre- and the interview was so good. So, like, I didn't. I usually would just come up and slip it to them quietly. But slip
0: it to who? Don't! Would, who
8: are you slipping I, I things would to? Do,
6: I would do that. Slip it, you know, but I didn't do it that way because he asked me in front of Dave, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. You uh, okay.
8: told him, and it made him
7: feel uncomfortable because the guy's like, great, now I can't ignore and, him. And if it happened that way,
0: wouldn't Franklin have come to me and say, look, Ron, I don't want this to get back to you and be right. another thing that gets in your fucking grill? The guy asked me for a movie, so I gave it to him. Exactly. And then if that would have happened, I I would have said to Dave, Dave, that's none of your fucking business. Right. But I have to hear about it on the fucking street like an (laughs) animal.
7: If, exactly, if Mad if Mad Dog Chris Russo came to me and say, I right. want a copy of your sports show, I would run into Ron and say, guess who fucking wants a copy? Yeah. I would be, I would fucking paint the sky with that information. Oh, yeah. I was it's not what happened. It would be Whoa, me again, yeah. pestering Mad Dog, saying, here, here's my well, shitty he little hour. just yelled at hour. you for being
0: too loud. Here's he my just, shitty hour. Frankly, just yelled at you for being too loud. Listen
7: up, then, fuzzball. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Turn up your miracle here already. <laughs>
0: All right, right, Franklin. But
6: yeah, I mean, I was very excited. So I'm sorry I didn't tell you. I thought I actually did tell you (laughs) about it. I
0: was (laughs)
6: not really excited. And it's
1: the same thing that the guest was asking about my movie. There's no way they would know about it.
9: He thought I I
6: told him about my film, and then after the interview, he actually asked me about it, and I was incredibly impressed and honored.
7: It, it wasn't, see, you're confusing uh, um, um, an embarrassed sentence with a curious question about your career.
6: It's you, very possible, but you know what? When you got the guy who made the two most successful films in Hollywood, in the world, in front of you, you take that embarrassment as an opportunity.
0: No, I agree. Just don't get caught.
6: Yeah, I couldn't believe Dave saw me, actually. I felt bad. But, you know, it was one of those situations where he, he brought it bad, up. See? And I he knew it. he
7: was wrong. Now, but here's oh, the, yeah, I mean, I went to have Franklin, in front
0: of uh, just so, it's one thing that happened between us, but if booking goes to programming and goes, you know, I get this guy for Ron and Fez, and then they're using that opportunity to have their friend talk to him who doesn't work here and give him a DVD that's unprofessional, that's when it blows up. It oh, doesn't blow that up when nobody been, finds out about it.
6: Yeah, I, w- I actually would have loved for it not, never to come out, but, you know, it did, and I wanted to tell the truth.
0: It it came out because you didn't fucking You weren't cool enough with it. And that's what happened the last time. And then you were furious when you went running out of here.
6: I honestly was more mad about the characterization, to be honest. And I felt uncomfortable in the room because of the characterization. Well, what is that? And it that? was unprofessional what for it? me to leave. There's no question about that.
0: What, what, what character... How were you characterized?
6: Well... You know, honestly, to be usually when I'm on the show, we make jokes about me being gay, and that was fine. So then after Fez had actually said that he thought I was honestly gay, he then called me homophobic based on words that I then listened to again, and those words were just maybe outrageously over-heterosexual and inappropriate, but definitely not homophobic. That's not what
0: you were fighting about at the end of this show, though. You were fighting about the other thing that Fez said.
6: Oh, I was very upset about that. I wasn't going to bring that up too much right now. And then I, I said because it was like it was uncalled for in that setting after being wrongly characterized.
0: Then after all that, we said, "Blah blah blah, stay, uh, you know, stay away from booking. Be cool." Yeah. Franklin goes stomping out of here. Doesn't do the shoot that he was going to do. Two minutes later, Dave Liam opens the door. Hey, what's wrong with Franklin? He just—I just saw him in the hall, and he told me he went straight to Liam.
6: Nope, 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 nope. Wait, no. I was trying to walk down the hallway without saying a word. Oh, everyone was walking with me all the way to the elevator doors while I was waiting for sure. the elevator doors. Things
7: just open. happened around Franklin. He's Black Truman oh, he from the Truman did. Show.
1: No, Dave, he's Black Lindsay Lohan. He can't get down the hallway but without the paparazzi stalking him. A-
0: after the fucking show, I talk with Franklin as he's putting the stuff together. He tells me, I had no problem what Fez said. I'm only upset about Fez saying that I, you know, I'm bothering the people for booking. Now today, and he said that to me. Now today, he doesn't care about the booking problem. He just cares that Fez called him homophobic.
6: No, I meant about being gay. I didn't have any problems with the gay jokes because we constantly do that. It was the fact that Suck I was characterized fuck. about heterosexuality, mean I'll be in homophobic, and the fact that the unprofessionality stuff, was thrown again, and then, when I, literally, when I was trying to leave the building, Liam was asking me, what was all that, what was all that, was that a bit? I'm like, I don't know, man, I don't know. And that was all I said, got in the elevator, and left.
1: Mm. I like cock. That's and funny. that's funny. It, see, always that's it always happens to Franklin. Always happens to Franklin. Somehow, uh, the producers... Uh, Actors know about your movie and approach you on it. I don't
0: really have any problem. I understand the guy's got a movie he's trying to sell. But then again, I don't work in the booking department. You know what I'm saying? They're going to have a different fucking thing to me.
7: Yeah, I mean, I, it, 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 but, but he, he's, a, he's a proactive one. I wish he would just admit it. And instead of setting him up, uh, himself up like, hey, John Landau, Oscar-winning producer, came up to me and wants to see Last Night in Brooklyn. But
6: that's not what I said, Dave. I said that while I was waiting with him, I explained that I made my movie and I was very impressed with his technology and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then he asked me if I had a copy. You that have blue people. Happened. I
7: have a cartoon cow,
6: Mr. very Dude, incredible. That is incredibly impressive, dude. You make jokes, but who who has an independent film has a fully CGI character?
7: Gary Larson, The Far
6: Side. Dude, independent film that they made with with barely any film, any money out of their own pocket? No, Dave. You wouldn't be able to do that. And I don't think that it's something that I'm gonna you I'm going to do it tomorrow. It's very impressive.
0: Why are you making fun yeah. of it? Why would you make fun of <laughs> Moo? When it was fucking so great. I'm going to make a movie tomorrow called Cowman. <laughs> don't make it, dude. And I'm going to charge. Another-
7: 1995. The another thing that
0: you start and you don't finish. 1995 on my Twitter account to watch it. Can I get a copy? All right, let me just ask this, Franklin. Yeah. Everybody busts balls, right? Yeah. How come when Fez does it, that's when it turns to anger?
6: I got to say, I, I was very surprised that I lost my patience and my temper, and I was wrong. There was, there was no way That's around it. That's not what like, I, I asked you. I and I
0: asked the same thing to Dave. Everybody busts balls, but when Fez gets into it and busts balls, you guys all get fucking angry with him.
6: I honestly felt like he was saying things that weren't true, and I was trying to rationalize in my brain what I had said. Like, really?
0: I didn't want to... Why pass. do you say he's homophobic, Fez?
1: When, he's, when we started talking about the possibility of him being gay... And he starts stepping up and screaming, I've slept with more women than any of you have ever made out with. It just, pr- and, and he's yelling it at But how at is that me.
0: homophobic?
1: It's a homophobic statement because he's acting like a gay person can't be a man. That, right. Well, that's true. That Wait, then, no,
6: I'm very confused. Being a man has nothing to do with who you're sleeping with. I'm confused by that.
1: Your, your reaction and your anger to me came across as you saying, no, I'm not gay, I'm a man. I sleep with hundreds of thousands of women. I found it very homophobic to go in that direction, that gay
6: people can be less than a man. Well, you, you said know, you
0: slept wait, with wait. hundreds of thousands of women.
6: I think that people can sleep with a lot of... I'm sorry, can you ask me that question again? How many women did you
0: sleep with? Okay.
6: In all honesty, me and my girl were trying to sit down one day, and we stopped at like the early '60s.
0: Early '60s. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks. All right. You're but the like big, just to be yeah, You're a big fucking well, stud. That's well, a lot. Wait, let me you're get back fucking.
6: To this for a wait, wait, wait! wait <laughs> seriously, because I, I, I oh
0: made a god, point. I
6: don't think all right,
1: that Fez.
0: who <clears> here's you here's <throat> the thing in real life. All kidding aside, do you like Franklin or no?
1: Um, I thought I liked Franklin. I don't like this Franklin.
6: Mm, okay.
0: with the right, uh, Franklin, I got to move on.
6: Okay.
1: All right. But, but I don't but know
0: why you and Fez never talked this out, even after the fact.
6: Yeah, I, I, I just can't understand it enough. Like, I'm hearing this now, and I don't think that that even it identifies as being a man or a homophobic statement.
7: With the early 60s count, how many men does that include? In I've actually never
6: slept with a man.
0: Okay. First of all, you know, early, you know, to say you slept with 60 women in high school is fucking, you know, that's a huge number. But if you're out in the world and you're in your fucking 30s, that's not more, that's not a huge fucking number. It's not even like one a month. Not for being this fucking player.
7: I slept with 14 women and I made them suffer.
0: Oh, Here's the other fucking part of that. I don't think that you should... There's a difference between homophobic and obnoxious. And I don't think he's homophobic.
1: I think he is. I think he was. I, I think that whole time when he started to stand up and yell at me, where he thought he was going to impress his manhood upon me.
0: I know that's what got you mad when you stood up and you felt like he was physically getting there. Mm-hmm. You missed the day. I know. Yeah, and it came the day, day it after was after. I'm sorry. It was only me. Yeah, it was only you that he did it to. You feel like that happens to you a lot.
1: I th- I thought that he he thought all right, Fez uh, is someone I can come across mannish against. Right. Where it was and it wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna have it.
0: And I you thought, feel like that happens. You feel like misunderstood a lot by people.
1: Yes, I do. Absolutely. So, and I just I called him out on it. You're still pissed off. Yeah, I'm pissed off all over again. If I was if I was here and he stood up, I would've stepped on
7: his big black dick. That's what I would have done. Stepped on that big black dick ahead. You would
0: have you would've been on Fez's side?
7: On on in in that in that fight I would yeah. have because Franklin takes all, you know, I've seen all the the weirdness that he's done I've been crowing about this for two and a half years, I'm I'm glad the insanity came, you know last week, I just
0: wish I was here for it Yeah, you missed it It got very fucking strange, very fast, and it was the day after you called Fez a (laughs) cocksuck That's odd Yeah, it was back to back that fucking people were um, everybody was busting balls and then everyone got mad at Fez Two days in a row.
1: Yeah. Where They feel they can assume things, so I'm okay to attack.
0: What do they assume? With what do anger. They assume?
1: Whatever they think my secret might be.
0: Oh. So you think that's the case of that. that Already, people are holding that against you.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh,
7: I, I wasn't that day. I was not using the word cocksucker literal. Too late. Well, no, I was on a very drugged up state. I mean, I, we have the clip. If All right. You... Let's go
0: back and see. Let's just see... If, uh, how quickly this turns south with you?
5: I'll be ready tomorrow, Fez, because God knows i have fucking help you out and never fucking dad you for one second in these thousands of, day, of shows you've taken off. Oh! But you know, you know what? Who's
4: got that better track record there. here now? Fucking do, and why do you think? i mean, so much fucking pain.
0: Dave. Fucking, Dave? you, you fucking cocksucker. All right. That's the downstalking, right. I'm sure. That's the downstalking, I'm sure. I, Dave, it seemed like there was no reason for it. Maybe (laughs) we didn't hear the early part of that, where Fez was being annoying. All right, I could try to find a longer clip. No, longer would even bore me more. (laughs) But it does, if we only had that clip and I was in the jury, I'm like, God, that red-haired guy gets fucking mad at nothing.
1: Well... it's wound up. Yeah, I was
7: very wound up. Well, no, Fez was accusing me of, you know, of not coming, just
1: taking it easy. But you've done that to me anytime I've had to go to the hospital. You've always said that to me. Everyone has. No, I haven't. No, I those, never did.
7: I, I, I sent you boat, a boat, a giant card. I've never once said Fez is faking.
0: But have you lost your ability to bust balls, or is it what you were thinking? People think I'm going to attack him because he now has a weakness. Um, I think it's uh, that they see it as a weakness.
1: Because, I mean. You don't think you've lost your ability to bust balls? Maybe, I mean, no, because I've always done what I've done. Even, you know, before any problems that I had. Like the Franklin thing where I brought up Liam and Booking. Mm -hmm. I've always, if I got, I went for the jugular. I don't see where that's different.
0: Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there, you know, the fucking difference between a, um, let's say somebody using comedy... And someone whining is very, it's just a matter of timing. Mm-hmm. It's only timing. It's not what you say, but the way it's taken.
7: And sometimes tonality. Yeah. And it felt very serious. The, like yeah. there was no funness in his voice in the way he was speaking. So right. I thought he's it's really like going if after me. Don
0: Rickles comes in and starts doing jokes. Everybody's fucking laughing. But not everybody could do that act.
7: Right. And there's definitely the Don Rickles cadence. If Don Rickles was just like, this, uh, this fucking Pollock is really pissing me <laughs> off. Like people be like, Jesus, the same exact
0: thing. You could yeah. literally fucking sit there and read his act and be fucking destroyed. For right. Him. Exactly. And that's um. And I'm just wondering what has changed there because you never used to get people angry at you. No, no,
1: it was always fun. But I think
0: I've but I I, I we're, am we're, seen we're, as having a
1: weakness, and it's like they're not going to let the weak person in the room come after them. It's not going to happen. It would be like you know the guy, when you're growing up in high school, the k- kid who always gets picked on. He's not. You're not going to let him come after you, but you're going to let your buddies bust your balls.
9: Mm.
7: Well, well, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that entirely. Also, um, Anthony Cumia wants to know if how much if Fez if Franklin charged John Lando nine dollars. <laughs> So he, he's Yo, he's thinking the low side of the spectrum.
0: I said nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Tell Anthea he was covered. I covered him for that. <laughs> I can't stand when anyone on the staff embarrasses me. It fucking drives me nuts if I just hear like, Oh, didn't you hear Dave got caught eating out of the trash can. Just don't get caught. Oh, I don't. There's just there's so many fucking loose lip Nancy's over here. Oh, there is.
7: You know, that Liam. I mean, not to attack him, but my goodness, he blows, he, he rats me out at the drop of a hat. Who's he rat, yeah, to me? I think to everyone. Uh, What, what has he said about you? Well, he told you about the Jessica Simpson. He said, yeah. He said, Dave said, hey, uh, hey, honey, turn around. Now listen.
0: I said that, Ronnie B, but I didn't yell it at the girl. But here's the thing. Unlike you guys, Uh, fucking, Liam walks around these halls like a giggling mess having a ball every day. No, I'm having fun. He's enjoying himself. I try to have fun. Every time I do, I I get called on the carpet for it. Um, Kyle. Kyle, you're on the Run of Fez show.
3: Dude, when Fez busts somebody's balls, no offense to Fez, I love Fez, but it's like being in a big group and there's one or two chicks there and everybody's busting your balls and then the chicks start
1: jumping in on it, it just winds you up twice as much.
0: All right, that goes back to what you're now perceiving as the weakness. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. The secret weakness. Yeah, but, you know, not for nothing, but everybody knew you had a secret even before you did. So it was always there. No one got mad at you.
1: Right, but in the the meantime, while dealing with the secret, I have showed weakness in other areas.
0: Give me an example.
1: Crying on the air, anxiety. You've cried on the air? Yes, I have. So well, you're because-
0: saying, it's not that you're saying things wrong, it's just people have a lack of respect for you now.
1: Right, yeah. Where it's a, it's a prejudice right. that comes in.
0: Well, I don't know if it's a prejudice, that would actually be just a judgment. Because you but- have done those things.
1: Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Where, But it's still, it's like, I can't have that guy doing this. So, So when Franklin would have joked back and forth, with you guys, mm-hmm. like he would. If Dave was here, he would have tried to joke his way out of it. With Dave, I, I don't know if it, it, it wouldn't have worked. He, it, but with me, he immediately went to anger because I can put this guy back in his place. I, I feel he's beneath me, so I can make him submissive. Hmm. So then, maybe that is a
7: homophobic thing. If that's what Fez is saying that Franklin did, it's like. You know,
0: I don't know. Hmm. Well, I don't know, but guys that guys don't want to be called gay. Particularly if they have a secret. Right. See what I'm saying there, Fez? Right. Like, from that point of view, who are you to out this fucking effeminate artist?
7: With very dainty scarves around his neck. Not real
1: man
0: scarves. I just want to say I liked your movie, too, Avatar. <laughs> Very good.
1: Well, but like he, like he said this morning. He said that we've always joked about the gay stuff, mm. and apparently he's always taken it in stride. Right. We, you know, we went around the room. Do you think Franklin's gay? I said Franklin's gay. That set him off. Not when you said it. Right. not When Hicks said it. Mm. That's that's what set him off when I said it. And if he's and every time it's come up, he's talked about how secure in his
0: sexuality he is. So why why erupt when I say it? Here's what you missed. This is what set it off. Fucking Franklin was wearing a Brett Michaels hairband, and it had his like little curly hair up in the air like kid and play. And it it look he came in here basically looking like Aunt Jemima's fucking weak son. So. <laughs> We were just laughing and having fun, and then it fucking got ugly so quick, and enough for him to go grabbing all of his shit and run out. He said it makes my i I have
1: to wear it because my hair's ticklish.
0: And my thing with that is, why would I ever fucking trust that guy to do a shoot again? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a fucking imbecile, but if you know, if you worked at a fucking gas station, a guy comes over and said, "Oh, I'm gonna do the lube jobs for you," you're like, "Cool." Then, oh, I had a fight with Dave. I had an argument with Dave about something else. So I'm not going to do the lube jumps. I'm going to go home. I'm too upset. I, I don't even begin to begin the, what conversation is there to have after that. You're not the kind of guy that can stick it out.
7: That's strange. Plus, he's never figured out his hair problems. Just cut it off. Do what everyone else does in your community. Stop it with the weirdness and the faux hawks and the Aunt Jemima and the kid and play next and this and that. (laughs) I love kid and play, though. (laughs) Just go the fucking black guys, no matter how thin or fat, can look great with a shaved head.
0: Just go for it. Look at Earl. He's never had a good uh, hair day, Franklin. Here's an interesting thing about Earl. And Earl will pretty much wear the same clothes every day. And no one ever says Earl's dirty, because he has a nice, clean fucking head.
7: Oh, well, he shampoos it, for some bizarre reason, for some Howard Hughes (laughs) habit, OCD. I guess he (laughs) he
0: says he needs to fucking get rid of any scalp flaking. That's impossible. (laughs) Why?
7: (laughs) (laughs) Unless his head is actually made of dandruff rather than human skin, I don't think it's
0: possible. Your head can still
7: flake. If you're uh, yeah, a, a frosted flake, maybe.
0: Um, Mark, you're on Fez.
7: What's up, buddies? Yeah.
5: Hey, I, I think a problem has become that Fez is so damn sensitive, you don't know what's going to offend him when he talks. So you're kind of playing with a handicap because you can say some really mean shit, which could be considered funny, but it might offend Fez. So when Fez says anything, busting balls on anyone, it comes off as like, what the fuck? I can't say anything about you, but. You can say this about me and it, it just its kinda well, like it is kinda of
0: funny that when Fez is funny now, he also seems like a hypocrite. You know? Because you have these new rules mm-hmm. that are so that anytime that you break it you're like, Well what is that? Why is it funny to tease the guy about being gay? That's exactly the opposite of what you preach every day.
1: I'm still sorting an awful lot of things out
0: then you can't be surprised that people get upset.
1: Right, but I I get surprised. Well, you know, I'm not surprised because I know why it happens, the weakness. But I get surprised when I'm not saying anything different than anybody else and because, it's being laughed off.
0: Because you are setting up rules that this stuff is important. It's not fucking funny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You are constantly saying people need their free speech limited. That something has crossed the line, and then when you fucking bust balls, which I admit you 're just fucking busting balls, you 're bringing in this what the fuck because he's serious about this shit, it would be almost like if a Supreme Court judge said to you, "You know what you 're an asshole you 're like, what uh, has he pondered this because they seem like they're more serious people, right um Tony Clifton you're on your manifest.
3: I just want to know if there's a, a, a good similar comparison between Franklin with his Brett Michaels band and
6: Rico Suave.
0: Uh, he kind of looks like he swallowed Rico Suave, so he doesn't exactly look at him. And I really thought Rico was going to have a longer career. Oh yeah, I thought he'd have his own kind of shady forty-five going on. Like. Rico
8: Suave.
9: I like people,
0: anybody who uses their own name in their fucking song. Hey, Rob, you're on round of Fez. Hey, Ron. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, Fez
5: is wrong about him thinking other people are perceiving the weakness. I think it's kind of like a uh, like a small dog that's kind of insecure. It kind of puts off a different vibe, and uh, that's it. Kind of starts dogfights because they're putting off a different kind of uh, tone because of their own uh, perceived insecurities. I think it's him, and not the other people, really. Maybe that's the problem.
1: Well, I think I understand. I think I understand where it's coming from.
0: But to go after what you're saying is the small dog. But the fact that you're just being serious about it now, like it once again fell. We're back into that serious mode. And oh Well you're like I haven't worked Everything out in my life uh, Here's uh, Wes Wes you're on The Run of first show
5: Yes, yes. Hey, this is Dr. Wesley Esther. I talked to you a couple of days ago about the insecurities and whatnot. And um I just wanted to make you known that my invitation is still extended. If you want to have an off-air consultation, I'll be more than happy to, to talk through some of this stuff with you and see if we can get to the bottom of it.
1: Right, if you want to leave a number, that would be fine. Okay,
9: all right. well, your,
5: at uh, the end of the day, I just wanted to make sure you got it, but, you know, I, I'm a loyal listener, uh, you know, I, I love you guys, and anything I can do to help you, Fez, I would, I, you know, I, I'll do it.
0: I'm sure, I mean, for all of us, it's thrilling to give personal information to listeners. No chances that'll end up on the Internet. Uh, I thought you were going to confront your shrink, Fez.
1: I have, and what I've been doing is, in the meantime... Looking for another one. Looking for someone else. So
7: Guffman? What's that? Looking for Guffman?
1: You see that he's very serious about this. It's not a shrink. Sorry. So I've just been kind of looking around and I didn't want to cut off this one until I had someone else to go to. Hmm.
0: Well, how are you trying to find one? What are you looking for this time?
1: Um, I'm just, go- I'm looking, uh, on the internet and through Different. Uh, I'm looking. Up- I think you'd
0: be going to tranny. Is there a fucking tranny shrink out there?
1: I don't know about that, but I am looking for someone more specific with secrets.
0: There, that had. I'm
7: sure you could find that. That has to exist. A shrink who who is specifies in secrets. That that has to exist. I get on the horn with my brother right now and see if that exists. Let well, me use the phone
0: instead, because. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to hear a horn from here to L.A. <laughs> Yelp it. What a nice uh, Yelp, uh, fucking
10: tranny doctor.
0: Have you fucking yelped a fucking tranny doctor when you leave your your regular fucking uh, shrinking to spit in their face?
1: No, I'm just going to. Thanks for the help that you gave me, and out the door,
0: Charlie. You are on run fist.
2: Good afternoon, boys.
0: That's all. I- not us. I- you
2: the I, name I, I, <laughs> hey Fez, I just want to tell you, I yes, maybe you do come off sounding of hypocritical on some things, but I just want to give you kudos because Franklin just comes off as such an arrogant, egotistical person, and I just love to see people like that get their bubble popped. You did a great job. Keep up the good work, Fez.
0: Thanks, Charlie. No um, problem. Hey uh, Hammer, you're on run, Fez.
5: Hey buddy, how you doing? Good. Hey Ronnie, I got two radio shows, and um, I oh, that's great.
0: Re- <laughs> that's very impressive.
5: <laughs> I have a spy report for you.
0: Oh, let me play this then. What a fucking spy report! Impressive uh, caller, this is.
5: <laughs> I, uh, I saw online that Franklin and Tommy Z have teamed up together, and are starting to print T-shirts that say "I'm so straight it hurts."
0: Uh yeah, Tommy Z is the other person that fights with Fez. I always get a call from uh Tommy Z later going like this. Is he serious? And I'll go like this. Why don't you talk to him about it? Has anyone ever had a one on one conversation with you, Fez, where they just talk it out on the air?
1: They just talk it out on the air. They've never come to me and said, Hey, are are you serious? or anything like that. How come? It's never happened.
0: And then I get
1: pissed. I end up going from joking to pissed off, and I don't seek them out.
0: But is he not approachable? No, I don't know. It's an odd thing. Well, this is a weird thing. For you, if someone is pissed at you or doesn't like you, Dave, I'll go to you first. Is it something you can live with, or do you like to get the slate clean?
7: No, I can live with that, because if I, if I had to get the slate clean, there'd just be so many people I'd be right. apologizing to every fucking day. And here, at home, my family, it's just too many. So, even if it's someone who's close to you,
0: not even like a stranger...
7: I don't give in. Even if it's my wife, we'll, I'll just, we'll just keep on going until one of us cracks... And that's the you know, until she cracks, hopefully. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll just keep on this. Give an thing. example
0: of something you kept going that you could have made easier.
7: Um, like you know, I have a problem with uh piling the garbage up, piling it up and not taking it outside. And that's one of the little this one of the very few jobs I have at home. Right.
0: It toppled You try to make the tower a fucking
7: I make the tower.
0: Elio's pizza boxes.
7: It toppled over Next day, no. my daughter's playing in garbage. Right. My wife was fucking pissed, as you can imagine. Right. Because I said I was going to take it out. Now I haven't said that. You know, I work. I commute four hours a day. You know, i okay. I was tired. Now, I could have said, I apologize. You know what? I was tired. It's five
0: seconds to take out the garbage, Dave.
7: I would have said, I apologize. I was tired. But uh, it was too easy to to say
0: that, and I didn't want to give up any fucking room, you know? Fez, you can, does it bother you when people... Like, are mad at you or you just let it roll off your back?
1: No, it bothers me. I mean, I take it, I'll take it and think about it and think about it constantly. Uh-huh. So I'll always do that. If it's, I'm surprised. If it's someone that I've been in a fight
0: with.
9: Right.
1: I'll actually, I mean, it'll start to Costanza on me where it's like I should have said, oh, the jerk store's out of you. you oh, know? so
0: you think of, uh, right. I could add a good fucking thing here. All right. I want to say to the guys, I make up a list if you think people that Fez has a problem with. See how many names we can come up with. I know the top name for me. Make my own list. It's here. actually uh, certainly not as long as I thought it was going to be, but some of these are pretty. Uh, Pretty large. Oh, I forgot this guy. Hmm. This guy's name I forgot.
1: A description will probably work. If you all can't think of names.
0: Ah, I thought this list was going to be longer. Cause you were always, weren't you? Always the the friendlier of all of us, weren't you? The approachable guy at one time, Dave. Mm-hmm. When you, well, Dave, when you first met us, right? When you first met Ron and Fez, yeah. Did you did? Which one did you expect to be more approachable? Uh, initially, it was Fez, but if you
7: recall, there there was something where I was just a listener that upset me about Fez, and I said, well, maybe he's not as approachable. I'll just I'll just concentrate on Ron. Uh huh. Um. So uh, initially, it was Fez, but I actually switched it over. To be honest with you, even before I worked here, mm. yeah. So that's that's my feeling.
0: All right, um, let's go over uh, Dave's list first, and we'll see if this uh, how this goes up against yours. Okay, Dave's list is Fez has current battles going with Rory. Mikey D, Bob Eatman, Bri Bri, and then you just wrote chinks. Does that mean Chinese people? Or is it a, yeah. a guy I don't know?
7: Yeah, he. They're they're always bothering him, uh, apparently.
0: Uh, we've got uh, this. I guess this scribblish is from <laughs> a. You could be a. You could <laughs> seriously be a doctor. You write so bad. FM Jeff Franklin, ADF. Sheepy, Mikey D, and all Jewish people It's serious. Who are the Jewish people?
10: Just because of the baby Hitler thing, I think uh, it's probably oh. nothing
0: good. So that's more on uh, his side. Alright, my list is I have Ron at the top because here's the funny thing. If Fez and I ever have a problem at work or anything goes wrong, I never get a call from him later Hey, I want to talk that thing out. He just ignores it and the next day tries to come back at ground zero. Okay. Never has he given me a call and said, Hey, about that thing. I really want to talk this over. Here's what we've never had that give and take. It's just let's ignore the unpleasantness, which is why Fez and I are more or less related now. We're <laughs> no longer like business partners. We're just dysfunctional family. All right. I had Mikey D All right. after Ron. ADF, sheepy, leader, it's gotten very uh, real with leader. And I couldn't remember that guy, he was like a cook or something who met you in Florida.
1: Oh, right, Chuck Wagon.
0: Chuck Wagon. And then there was like a weird dentist guy or something that tried to call in. I can't remember, I guess he used to say bad things about you on the internet. There was He was like Chuck Wagon's friend, I can't remember his name. It's so weird how you forget people. Was it Dr. Joe Kay, or no? Maybe that was it. Now that name doesn't even seem like it's a real name. <laughs> I just thought there was a weird friend of Chuck Wagons, and I couldn't even remember Chuck Wagons. Why do you think he's got a bribe bri problem, Dave? Yeah. Uh,
7: I think he takes uh, attention from Kathleen, and if there was no bribe bri in the picture, that Kathleen would be more available for to be Fez's best friend. I also had down
0: uh, Mafia Life Chris who you did that abortion joke about his wife, who I'm not even bringing up her name. Frenchie? No. Don't say that. Are you sure? That was another
1: situation, too, where other people had mentioned abortion, but he came after me. Is that right? Yeah.
7: I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I remember that day. I don't think <clears throat> Ron, I, I know I didn't do an abortion. Well, thing. we
0: normally wouldn't because I, I have five
8: kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I just gave, we just gave birth. Well, the thing is, like, you know, when a chick's pregnant, you're like superstitious. Right. You know what I mean? You get really superstitious fast.
1: Yeah. Right,
0: who's on your list, first?
1: Uh, I had all the same people. I had, uh, Mikey D. He mm-hmm. had chinks? Uh, no, I didn't have chinks.
0: Does that still the Mikey D thing still bother you? Where you sit around thinking about it?
1: Mikey D, it only uh, occasionally it'll come up. (coughs) It's it's not like I I think about it every day. I
0: feel like you keep that going by sending stuff to his kids.
1: No, I think that's me rising above it. So, uh, Franklin Foundry Music, Jeff. I also had Leader, ADF, Sheepy, and Um, Chuck Wagon.
0: Oh, and Sheepy's brother-in-law, you said something bad about. I forget what it was.
1: Oh, Matty Fridays.
0: Yeah, what happened there? That's not even enough for
1: you? Yeah, I have n- I have no idea what that one would even be about. He's so insignificant.
0: Well, oh, that'll do it. That'll start a fucking fight. Saying someone's insignificant. That's cold. You got a lot of battles going, though. I'll give you that. I'll give you all the credit for that. Hey, uh, something I've always been in the back of my mind since uh, we did an Unmasked with Harry Shearer, who's in Spinal Tap... And I thought about this with other people. But he says, like, you only kind of do parody of stuff that you wish you were doing anyway. So, like, he'll do a parody of, like, a musical thing because he really wishes he was doing that. And that's where I'm seeing white people rapping now. I think white people rapping has really, they're acting like they're making fun of hip-hop, but they all really wish that they were rappers. And then also, yeah. I get the same thing where guys dressing like women, as a joke, I think they really wish they were trannies. I totally... I like the totally kids in the hall at Monty Python. I think they, they would be very comfortable and happy to dress as women. Especially Scott Thompson, yeah. He would be more than
7: uh, at home. Well, it was like that that friend who, um, you know, you, you might have a friend who who's always calling you an asshole, like, hey, but laughing about it. Like, yeah. hey, you're an asshole. But they keep saying it. They actually think you're an asshole. And they're they're probably, they don't really like you, but they're in that circle of friends for some reason. Well,
0: I don't think of that as parody, but I I do appreciate it. You know what I mean. (laughs) Hey, uh, we got to take a break here. When we get back, Christopher Hitchens uh, made a statement that uh, he went to school with Bill Clinton. They went to college together. And he goes, it is true that Bill Clinton did not inhale. And that's because he was eating fucking pot brownies the whole time my point is this you're still not christopher hitchin even if it's fucking 40 years later we'll come back and pick it up run a face show i wish fucking randy newman wrote every song i read new today oh boy it makes everything better if he writes a song
8: load up on guns, bring your friends and,
0: a, and el brano, a mosquito my libido. it's fucking it's funner I don't know why I hurt myself today Thomas Ronnie B and Tom I want to do just a fucking album of covers There yeah, we smoke on the wall the fire with the sky. everybody's like that's great.
10: I could have used
8: a little more cowbell.
2: We should probably give him more cowbell.
1: I got a fever
8: And the only prescription.
0: Is well, I sound nothing like Randy Newman. I had no idea in my head. I thought I sounded exactly like him. I thought I sounded more like Albert Brooks with a head cold. Now, uh, Randy Newman is one of those guys I think would have been a lot bigger if he didn't have thick glasses. But you can't get around the fact that you have to look a certain way to have a fucking uh, hit. Uh, American Idol is a a great example of this, that if you took the blonde-haired guy whose whole family wears puka shells and you only listened to that show, he never would have made the top 12. But because women find him appealing, it works. That's why maybe we should even give an extra star to people like, let's say, like Ozzy, who, imagine if Ozzy had as many female fans as he has male fans. He'd bigger he'd be bigger than fucking Michael Jackson. Yeah, Ozzy is
7: not one of the best looking front men. It's almost a surprise when you do have a frontman
0: who's not the conventional handsome right. guy. But see, that's what works for Ozzy is that he has this uh entire audience of people who aren't there to see him because he's attractive. Yeah, just like it. I guess it kind of works, but it's he's still one of the ugliest frontmen I can
7: think of. Lemmy, Motorhead, those moles. Same are, thing. Are they get away just, with it. Yeah, those moles are outrageous, though.
0: But again, you don't see any chicks at a Lemmy no, fucking
7: show. No. Good point. Good point. Now here's a guy, in my opinion, uh, one of the ugliest frontmen, does not get away with it because I believe he's trying to be handsome. That's Chad Kroger from Nickelback. That weird-looking dude. But he poses like he's a
0: Cobain-ish, a grunge guy. See, I have a problem with anybody who poses in front of an all-male audience. (laughs) I get very weird. Or even guys who dress up for an all-weird male audience. That's That's fucking weird.
7: That's even worse because it's all-male and Canadian audience. Now, there's
0: certain guys, like Greg Allman was one of them. He got away with having pretty hair, (laughs) but you never got a close-up of him. But when you saw the close-up, you're like, oh. But he had, like, girls' hair. And he had, like, ninth-grade girls' hair. That really, like, straight, shiny hair. And you're like, uh, oh, Greg Hallman's a good-looking guy. No, get a (laughs) close-up. Right. Because I know this is going to hurt you, Dave, being a guy with a beard. I'm not sure how many guys got away with sex symbol and beard. Probably very few,
7: you know, because you were probably looking at... Robbie Robertson, I would say, would be the sexy guy, not not necessarily Levon. Right. You know, Robbie got
0: all the fucking heat from the girls in that band. Like
7: when he was, I mean, like hairless, yeah. Yeah. He he looked great. Levon still kind of looks, you know.
0: He looks like a guy. A trucker. Who has a a musket. (laughs) He looks like a guy that could possibly shoot you with a musket. Um, You know, the beard is another thing. It's very rare for a, a funny person to pull off the beard. I mean, other than Zach Galifianakis, I don't know how many people can really get away with it. Oh, I had no idea about but that. But he's one of those guys that he's he's way better looking with a big full beard than he is with a clean shaven face. Yeah, that's when he what has I a think. clean shaven face, you're like, is that Eric Trump? <laughs> <laughs> that's well, my new thing, just to pick on <laughs> Eric Trump. Well, There's no reason for it. There's no reason I should be harsh on Etrill. Well, it's the chipmunk cheeks. Um,
7: what about Tom Petty? I always thought...
0: Tom Petty is a very unattractive person. Yeah, for, for a lead guy, and especially one who was blonde, like... And they, he actually did have female fans because it was a nice melodic kind of sound so girls could sing along with it. But yeah, you're right. He looks... He just doesn't look like a model. It doesn't even mean that a person's necessarily unattractive for regular people. No, exactly.
7: It's just for being elite being a front man that, yes. there's a different thing that's you know that's
0: Robert Plant territory um and you find Robert Plant attractive yes, I do I find Robert Plant to be somewhat of an attractive woman, <laughs> but if you look at the fucking early pictures, he's Amy man, basically <laughs> right. at fucking when he was like in his early twenties, he was exactly the same as a tall, thin chick and sang like one yeah. Um, I'd be with him. Sean, you're in run of Fez.
2: Hey boys. Yeah. But, uh, Chris Robinson, Black Crows.
0: See, now, to me he's unattractive, but then he got beautiful women in his life, right? a lucky. Kate Hats, then. Um So that's worked out for him. Paul, Florida, you're in run of Fez.
3: Yeah, if you're going off of this uh argument, then I would imagine ZZ Top must have never gotten laid. Well, I, do I don't know, know whether name?
0: they uh, I'm going to guess they never got laid because they they look like they're people that, you know, once a month, uh, a guy on a mule brings them salt. You know, they don't even look like, uh, they they uh, look like they're minors or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, or Hasidic, maybe. And I wonder with ZZ Top, how they get to sleep. I mean, they got to have some kind of hairnet for that thing. And we're talking 35 years without even letting your face b- breathe. Yeah, it's difficult. I'm
7: I'm at the point right now where, where I can start to feel my beard, and whenever I do that, I get a beard trim. You gotta trim it, it down. It's the worst feeling in the world. This is down to their dicks. Yeah. I mean, this is fucking fairy tale way shit.
0: to fucking uh yeah. do it. Um Barry, Georgia, you're on a fence.
7: Yeah. Uh Rick O'Casey from the
3: cars. Ugliest front man ever.
0: And beautiful wife. Yeah. How do I mean, a world club because Women like the guy that can write the fucking songs and makes a lot of uh, money. But beautiful wife. And he was an awkward looking man.
7: We saw him um, when we were all gathered around. At yeah. That thing. And uh, he was a lot taller and very vampire-ish. Yeah, the way he's kind
0: it. of like a six-six kind of uh, fucking dude. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to be that that weird. Uh, David, you're on a Fez.
5: Hey, boys. Yeah. yeah, the ugliest uh, front man, maybe the ugliest man on earth, is Getty Lee of Rush.
0: And now, are you a Rush fan?
5: Uh, no, not a okay. real big Rush fan. I did go to a concert once, mm-hmm. and it was full of
2: people every bit as ugly as him.
0: So you actually think that the audience reflects. Um, Bob, uh, Connecticut, you're a Fez.
3: Yeah, what about Johnny or Edgar there? Those are two of the ugliest people I've ever seen. All
0: right, they were a very interesting thing, of course, albinos. They also had ninth grade girl hair when they were younger. Now it's a little uh, you know, lighter. But their hair, because it was white, would change colors with the light show. <laughs> so from a distance, you're like, hey, those guys look fucking cool. Then you get up to them. And it looks like Dave's fucking prom picture. <laughs> I don't know why I'd take a shot. Paul, uh, in Long Island, you're on the run of face show. Hey, guys, what's going on? Yeah. Hey, how about Tom York from Radiohead? He's short, he's funny looking when he sings, he makes these
1: strange faces.
0: Um, Tom York is kind of a frightening looking man. And if he wasn't in a popular band... He probably would be living under a bridge, not letting rams go over it. Uh, Dave, even though you're a giant Radiohead fan, you got that Tom York is different.
7: Yes, especially I've seen them up close so many times. And the lazy eyes, one thing, you combine that with the
0: midget status, mm-hmm. and we're talking fucking Twin Peaks territory. He looks
1: like he stole the ring in Lord of the Rings. It's
0: weird. And is that a good look or a bad look? That's a bad look. Okay. Good to know, then. I'm going to remember that. Gollum, not attractive. Uh, Dave, you're on Runafez. run of
5: Fez. Yo, boys, what's going on? Yeah. Hey, how do you explain why I love it? Because he's kind of Kramer-esque. He is a goofy-looking dude. The, the boot.
0: He is, although I will give him this. There's a friendliness to him. You know what I mean? Like, there's something oh, true, like true. he does seem like a guy you could be buddies with. And he did get Julia Roberts at her absolute peak. I mean, that was peak years of Julia Roberts. And they attacked him. And Tom Green talked about this when he did the Unmask with me. Is like he never got called ugly in his life until he married a movie star. And then people were fucking furious with him. You yeah. know, he was just kind of a, a regular, unattractive guy like you and all your friends, whoever you happen to be right, right. now. You know, you and your buddies are not phenomenally good looking. Tell people that you've just married uh, a fucking movie star and they're furious with you. And she never really uh, went back to that. Then she just started banging only
7: the best-looking men in the world.
0: Well, she ended up with a camera guy, so she's not, you oh, know... Oh, good
7: point. But I always thought he had a Cosmo Kramer kind of look to him. Yeah.
0: Uh, Bob, Bob, you're Running Fez. Gabba Gabba hey. The great Joey Ramone. Uh, I saw him in the village on the street one day. And it's totally different than seeing him on stage. Because on stage, you're like, okay, that's his act. But when he was just walking down the street, you're like, wow. <laughs> well, if he had a robe, I would have thought
7: he would eat some Smurfs because he kind of had a Gargamel thing. Uh, Jeff, South
0: Carolina.
5: All right, I- I'm about to win. I got the ugliest front man of ugly front man. It's Iggy Pop.
0: I'm going to totally disagree with that, my friend. Oh, Google we'll image him right now. There's a picture of him. It's horrible. I'm telling you, he sat right in here next to us, and there's, there's something about Iggy that is very, very fucking attractive. Uh, great eyes. What would you say, Dave? Ugly or no?
7: Very attractive. I I always thought Anthony Kiedis is a modern Iggy Pop. That's and, an interesting and, thing. And, I didn't even
0: think of it that. And way.
7: Kiedis is very, you know, all the girls lo- love 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 him. So
0: yeah. No, definitely not Iggy Pop. Great, great. Uh, this sounds a little gay, but great body. No, I mean the guy's in his sixties and fucking <laughs> he looks like a knotted rope. <laughs> um, let's go over here to. Um, Let's go over to uh, Phil. Phil and Savannah, you're a manifest. Hey, guys, what
5: about uh, Johnny Cash? He looked pretty rough from day one.
0: Oh, I think you're only, you know, you're going by elderly, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash in the 50s and 60s was a man's man.
7: Yeah, I don't he looked, get that, he was oh, a very yeah.
0: masculine man.
7: Plus, June Carter was an attractive woman. Uh, he wouldn't have gotten her without, you know, being a good looking
0: dude. I don't know. He still was the man in black playing a guitar. I,
7: I think he's thinking of Clef Pallet, who played Johnny Cash. But Johnny Cash himself was good looking.
0: Uh, Clef Pallet is not that guy's name. Oh. Uh, let's go over to Eric. Eric, you're on the Run of Fez show.
2: Oh, I got to go with uh, Steve Perry. Beautiful voice. I'd fuck the shit out of it. But my God, he is an ugly human being.
0: Well, he's, they're loving touch and squeezing that guy. And the girls did like him a lot.
5: They did? I
7: didn't. I
0: didn't really know. Yeah, I think uh, wasn't he somebody that the girls like? Dave, Steve Perry, shirt off,
7: tight jeans. I think they did like Steve Perry quite a bit. Yeah. Um, now he, he's just kind of like that character in, um, you know, in that fucking uh, record store movie, Empire Records. That's the way he. I think of well, him now.
0: There's something happened there with Steve Perry that I don't know whether it's true about him, but it seems like he's bitter. And I don't know whether it's because he's not with the band, or people didn't, you know, attach to him as a solo act. Because he, when he was younger, he seemed like, what can I do to please everyone? What can I do to be the consummate showman, the good guy? And then as the years went by, there just seems to be this bitter thing about him, and I don't even understand. Uh, Chrissy in Virginia, you're in Rana Fez. Hey, hey,
4: um, I hate to say it because I love, love, love
0: him, but what about Ronnie James Dio? Yeah, I met uh Ronnie James Dio before, and he does make you feel like Gene Simmons is attractive. Oh. Um, yeah, and I love Geddy Lee, by the way, Rush rules. Uh It's one thing you say you like him, but also not classically an attractive guy. Uh, let's go to Paul in Florida. You're on Runa Fez. Hey,
2: Ronnie, um, aside
5: from Janis Joplin I can't really think of too many unattractive female leads cuz they're all they all have to kind of have that I think to become get to that level well he,
0: Janis Joplin is a perfect example because really bad skin not movie oh, star wait. looks but not only that everybody fucking wanted her back then
7: yeah, even Jim Morrison, you know... Uh, Everybody wanted her. Wanted her, and she thought he was an asshole, actually. She thought he was a drunken buffoon, and so she didn't give him the time of day. And that's unusual, because she fucked the sound guys.
0: <laughs> but He must have really been a dick. It's not an easy thing for uh, a woman to pull off to be sexy and unattractive. And she nailed it. She nailed it in a big, big way. And she's kind of unique looking. Now, there's also a thing that people don't realize this from the 60s. But there's a thing with Bob Dylan and John Lennon talking, where they're both saying about Mama Cass, and fucking Cass, and Dylan is laughing, and going, "Yeah, man, everybody's into her. All my friends are fucking digging her. That's crazy. They were all turned on by Mama Cass. Wow, what? This is in the late '60s. Well, yeah, it would have been probably mid '60s, probably like a '66, still being shot in black and white type of deal." um Mark you're on a Fez.
5: hey guys how you doing good I got I got two for you Ronnie yeah first first one Alice Cooper
0: Alice Cooper but he also was smart enough to go in with makeup much like kiss
5: <laughs> the other is uh, D Snyder
0: um yeah that good D Snyder uh at the heyday of that thing
1: should have stuck with makeup
0: um let's go over here to uh Matt Matt you're on a Fez.
2: Hello, buddies. Yeah. How about Mick Mick Mars of Motley Crue?
0: Not exactly the front man, though.
7: No, not the frontman. Vince Neil wasn't wasn't so bad, you know. Back in the day, before he was chubby, he, I think the girls liked him.
0: And then, didn't he even go get a bunch of work done? Yeah, I think they all do
7: it. All those '80s guys, like Brett, I think Brett Michaels, I think had some work done to his face.
0: Well, he had the hairband surgically put into his fucking head. Um, let's go to uh, Wolf. Woof. Hey, with the tattoo. Hey,
9: and
5: yeah. Hey, I got one for you, and I think even Rolling Stone called him one of the ugliest men in rock. That guy from The Verve, uh, Ashcroft. That dude looks like the guy from Mask. The movie Mask.
0: I'm going to have to ask for you to pull that up, because I'm not dude, sure I even know what he looks like.
5: Oh, uh, you're going to have to Google it. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> you, I thought the chicks liked this guy. I could be wrong. Yeah, I remember he had a pretty big video, and this is the only song I know.
7: This is the The only song, yeah.
0: And then he lost all rights to this. Right. Because obviously this sounds exactly like the Stones. I don't get that at all either.
7: Well, it was from actually an album where an orchestra covers, yeah.
0: Yeah, I know, I work in radio. Oh. (laughs) Seems like they stole money from him. (laughs) Yeah, they did. Joe, Joe, you're on run of Fez. All right, that picture's pretty hideous, Fez, the one you pulled up. That's pretty disgusting.
1: I don't know. That's kind of an an oasis. That is the melting candle from Beauty and the Beast.
0: All right. That's not the best look.
1: Lumiere is your lead singer. right, Lumiere.
0: I didn't know that. Uh, Joe, you're on run of Fez. Hey, boys. Yeah. Hey, uh, anybody bring up Neil Young yet? Neil Young, not the most attractive guy in the world No,
7: I mean, young Neil Young w- wasn't so bad But once you get to 80's Transformer Neil It's yeah. just weirdness and He's got that very older like You, you can see the nose hair and the yeah. ear hair on Neil Young Well that may go I, back
1: to facial hair with the giant sideburns
0: Yeah, but normally when you have giant sideburns They cover something up, just like a beard A beard is like, what are you really covering? <laughs> What are you trying to get away with here? Um, he's doing an album with the uh, guy who just came in and did our RBI with us not too long ago. Uh, the guy with, what's the name of the band? Uh, Black something or? Uh, Black the, Keys. The, the producer. Go-
7: Dale Noir. Yeah, he's doing Neil Young's new album. Jesus Christ, that guy's resume is phenomenal. Well, so is yours, Dave. Thank you. You've done
0: special delivery. Oh, worked at the Dublin house. I delivered flowers. Uh, uh, this one is going to hurt Dave. Uh, Craig, Mississippi, you're on the run of face show.
3: Hey, guys. I got uh, Les Claypool from Primus. Um, oh,
0: come on. That hurts. Let's Isn't get he... a picture. I never look at him up front.
7: Isn't he kind of distinctive looking? Well, you've seen the opening South Park cartoon. Yeah. The guy playing the banjo. Basically, he looks like that. That's what he looks like in real life. He's a very odd kind of guy. I, I like
0: his look, but, you know. But you're a fan of the music first. Yeah. And that's what we're saying. Sometimes the music can r- rise above it. True. I will make excuses. He has some weird
7: skin issue, too. That That's why he does a facial hair thing sometimes, a lot of times.
0: Yeah, that's not attractive. <laughs> but I don't think what he's do supposed mean? to be. No, he's not. Uh, Steve, you're on Running Fizz. Steve. Yes. Oh, Eve. Oh, it's
4: James Blunt from uh, You're Beautiful. Everyone's beautiful but him. You're beautiful.
0: Yeah. Uh, pretty hideous looking guy. I saw an he looks like a hairless Ewok to me. Oh, Just very ball. small and... She <sighs>
9: was with another man.
0: A hairless Ewok is never going to be a nice thing to hear. No. Uh Chad, you're on fez.
3: Hey boys, uh he's cleaned up in recent years but uh, if you think about 94 95, Billy Joe from Green Day was an
6: ugly motherfucker.
0: Oh, I always thought that he was one that the girls liked a little bit.
10: Absolutely. Well, back in back when uh, they first broke, he was still on the meth or whatever and he uh, lost he had, he had no teeth basically. But that not make
0: you a bad person fucking, he's just doing some meth.
10: But well, women love that fucking little twinkish man.
0: Yeah, they do. They like uh they like a junkie. Women are attracted to junkies.
9: Keep up. I think I'm up. A a Let's go to Jay. Jay, you're on my face. Hey, buddies. Hey, welcome back, Dave.
0: I was going to say uh, Marilyn Manson.
7: See
0: ya. Yeah, it goes without saying Marilyn Manson.
7: Yeah, but that's another
0: guy. He wants to be scary and kind of odd-looking. Well, does he have a choice, though? No. He's going to go where he wants. That's like saying, oh, Kareem wants to be tall.
7: And, again, he's not Paul from the Wonder Years. He always has to put that rumor down.
0: Uh, Steve, Massachusetts, you're on Runa Fizz. How
6: about Todd Rutgers? Idiot.
0: Uh, the Runt has actually kind of grown into his look a little more as the years went by. But as a young person... He was a big lanky bitch. He had kind of a car's look about him. <laughs>
9: now it's time for the to
0: turn. And then just wrote like a pretty girl. So Let's
9: go to uh, Larry. You're run
0: a fez. Hey, kind of, drummer from Guys With Ears is one of the scariest
5: looking
7: motherfuckers I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: All right, the drummer from the guy with uh, Guys With Ears.
7: That's me, Mm. and I was also the front man. I don't know if
0: that's possible, to be the drummer and the front man. Well, was your drums up front? No, but I sang. Yeah, but see, when Levon, when I saw Levon, he puts his drums right on the front of the stage, (laughs) and everyone else is behind him. That's funny. Yeah, I've never even heard of that. I still find that one of the most, almost impossible feats to pull off, to be a drummer, and then, you know, you're playing the beat, and then singing the melody.
7: Yeah, I don't know. It comes very natural for me.
0: But I, I suppose some people... Let's see you just sit there and do it right now with a song. Pick a song and do it. Okay. I woke up to cannonball. I've
7: been taking that tap past nine. All right, first of all, you, your hands are just Still going up and down. You're not keeping place. any beats. No, and
0: <laughs> you don't have the lyrics. Well, I did say I knew all the lyrics. No, I'm doing the hi-hat. And but, the do any, but do any song, do any melody, and one that you know, and then drum. Okay. Hey,
7: bungalow Bill, what did you kill? Bungalow Bill. Hey, bungalow Bill, what did
9: you kill? (laughs) See, here's what's happening.
0: Your head is being pulled away from the microphone (laughs) as you're trying to keep the beat. Your head is going up and down, so it sounds like, hey, bungalow you're never fucking keeping your well, legs. I haven't done it in a long time. I can keep my head there. No, your head was going up and down as Higgs. He can see you from there. This is a fucking train wreck back here, Ron. Send a little red-haired girl down to get me a bar. He'll tell her to come pick up a fiver from me. Okay, she'll be right in. And by the way, uh, I get so many people asking for her to be back on the air again. All because they're fucking want to sit and masturbate to a confused girl talking. Now let's see how much time this takes to take the five, to hand me the thing. It'll all, it'll all become drama. It all becomes drama. Let's go over to Chris in New oh, Jersey. You're on the Ron show.
5: Yeah, uh, God love him. It might have just been his onstage antics, but Joe Cocker was an ugly dude.
0: No, I don't think it had anything to do with other than the way he actually looked. One of the Nature Valley things or whatever they're called. Thanks. Bring it up a little bit.
9: What would you do if I sang out of tune?
5: Would you stand up and walk out on Lay out me? Lay me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will, I will try not to sing you. out of key. Oh, baby, how did that
0: Here's uh, Eddie. Eddie, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey,
5: 2987, my buddy. Hey, buddy. I got to go with Brian Adams.
0: Oh, yeah, young Brian Adams uh, struggled with uh, some bad skin. And then, Mark. and then sang about going down on pussy.
7: If he had clear skin, he wouldn't have been so bad. That
1: He had the blonde hair.
0: Yeah. But, but he was
1: the bad guy from Stand By Me. He had Tommy Lee
0: Jones' face. See, I thought he looked more like the bad guy from uh, Grease. That fucking guy who was—they uh, called Pizza Face. Who was the bad guy from Stand By Me? I
1: thought there was. Um, that was 24. Keeper Sutherland, I think. Yeah. I thought there was a uh, acne scarred guy in uh, Stand By Me.
0: I don't remember. I always thought it was Keeper Sutherland.
1: It was Keeper Sutherland. But he did have a couple friends.
7: Maybe Fez, that's who Fez is thinking about.
0: Fez likes the backups. Blowhard has one for us. I think the
3: all-time winner has to be Ian Dury of Ian Dury and the Blockheads.
0: Well, he had a mangled hand and a club foot.
3: Yeah, he's a brilliant, brilliant artist, but hideous.
0: There's a great song, too. All right, thanks, Blowhard.
5: Sex and drugs and rock and roll
0: Is all my brain and body need Sex and drugs and rock and roll It's
8: very good indeed Keep your silly ways Or throw them out the window The wisdom of your ways I've been there and I know Lots of other ways What a jolly bad show If all you ever do Is
9: business You don't like He could have played Keith
0: Moon in the movies. This always had a Keith Moon thing. By the way, we've got uh, some seating available. If you want to be part of Search Search, hurry up and search. That's next week. Go over to 202 Friends, 202 Friends for all the details. Um, Let's go to our good friends, Cigars and Scotch. What a couple they are.
3: Hey man, I was thinking of uh, the dude from uh, Men at Work with
0: the googly eye. Oh, I forget his name, Colin something, right?
3: Colin Hay, I think.
0: All right, good call. Yeah, he was a strange looking guy. Men at Work had a short career as the Australian police. He almost had a pre-Tom York look to him.
7: Taller, yeah. A weird fucking eyeball there. <laughs>
0: Trail hey Ralph, what do you got, buddy? Hey, buddy, how
9: about uh,
2: Lane Staley from Allison Changed? He's he's hideous looking.
0: Uh, again, it just seems like some guys can get away with it.
7: Well, he again, grunge, did, uh, it didn't
0: rely on being a pretty guy. Well, maybe not pop star pretty, but you still had to be rock star attractive. Yeah, you're right. He was
7: thin, at least. You know, it would have been ridiculous. If I mean, he Eddie Vedder
0: is, I think, women find attractive. Yeah,
7: but that's why I all think the, all the other people hated him for some reason.
0: And Kurt was considered attractive to women. Oh, really? Yeah. Women wanted to fix Kurt.
7: Uh, see, I never knew Chick's stance on Kurt, if they liked him or not. I think, would, I think he would hear good things. I guess he had the blonde hair, so yeah, that's good. And he was a slight man. Yeah, and he wore lots of uh, Freddy
0: Krueger type sweaters. Kurt had that. Um, he looked like a little boy that the mom didn't take enough care of. You know, what I mean, like, like, oh, this hair is greasy. No one loves him.
7: Yeah, I think he even played it up too. Yeah, in that song "Sliver," where he's talking about, you know, Grandma, take me home. Yeah. It's like he's
0: playing up the fact that he's a little child. Yeah, he is. He he definitely got it. Um, Ken. Ken, you're on my hey, How
5: you doing, guys? Yeah. Aretha Franklin, no matter how you look at it, not a good-looking
0: woman. Well, early on, I think you would say pretty face. Now she's a giant woman. But she does look like what she is, which is a, a, a church singer. You know, she looks like a woman you see singing in the church and that'll always get you over and she fucking flat out stole this song from underneath Otis Proper. James, New Hampshire, you're in my
5: Hey afternoon boys. Great to have you back, Dave. Preparing the Lakes region for you. Hey, I got a uh, David Crosby. He wasn't too bad at his youth, but now he just looks like he should be standing on his front porch in a bathrobe, shaking his fist at the neighborhood
0: kids. Yeah, when he was younger, he definitely was a pussy magnet. He's one of those guys who's got a real long list of uh, beautiful women that he's been with. But now he actually has to send his come to him in a bucket. Like, they're like, yeah, I want to have your baby, but not with you in the room. Uh, let's head on over here to... Uh Let's go to Anthony in New York.
5: Hey. Yeah. yeah I was thinking
0: uh, Billy Corgan from Slashing Pumpkins. Billy Corgan, Slashing Pumpkins. I think it worked a little bit when he had the hair, but then once he shaved it down, it became pure madness.
7: He's, uh, he's a very odd-looking person, and he actually said he shaved his head in order to not be a sex symbol anymore. So that that was worked. a little bit... That was kind of an arrogant statement to begin with though as well. Now, I don't think that people were clamoring for fucking Billy Corgan like he was Brad Pitt, you know.
0: I don't know whether they were or not. But not catch like, up. Now I'm
7: going to shave my But head. I can't
0: even picture him with hair now. Right. Now that's just gone to me.
7: It, it looks like a
10: wig if you see, like, early Smashing Pumpkins videos. And then he showed up at ECW for one night to, like, fuck with people in the ring. I He felt really had a breakdown there in the late night. Yeah,
0: he was crazy.
10: Oh, he's a big wrestling
7: fan. You see him actually uh, once a year in, in the uh, sitting.
0: Uh, Tiny, Virginia.
7: Yeah, hey, hey, buddies. how you doing? Uh, about this, What about Michael Stipe
5: from R.E.M.?
0: Another thing, when, when he first came out, Sex Symbol, then somehow turned into Eaglehead.
9: His hair at the beginning was
10: wild.
0: Yeah. Too drastic of a change. Couldn't help it. What could he do? The hair starts to go. What are you going to do? Wear a hat like Dion? No. No. Let's go over here to uh, Tom and Philly You're on Running Fez
8: Hey guys, how's it going?
5: Yeah Um, I was going to bring up one that, you know, maybe not the ugliest guy But you don't see a chubby front man too often And that's uh, Francis Black, or Frank Black from uh, The Pixies
0: Uh, Frank Black from The Pixies Actually, when they did the comeback tour And people were complaining He said, I look my fucking age He wouldn't take any shit about it at all Another shaved head these days Yeah Give me a favor, Hicks. You never play There Goes My Gun. It's one of my fucking favorite songs. You You never know what song you're going to be a sucker for. But I think women dig him. Women dig the Pixies, too. Oh,
7: yes. Yeah, the uh, Pixies are very, especially that guitarist. You know, I didn't know that. Yeah, that Charles Santiago guy. Frank Black, though. uh, I don't
9: know.
0: Why don't we take a break here? Right back, running face show.
8: This is my last video I'm going to make out for right now, but, but here we go. Yeah, yeah, you might see me all blue, all red, every day, every day. I'm 50 Tyson, I'm from North Carolina, 20 city Minnesota, that's where I'm from. And I've been back, I've been back. I put all for my city life, and ain't nothing. I- so we get the same. They call me 50 Tyson I'm from the north side zone. Twin City, Minnesota, that's where I'm from. I ain't gonna say that I'm 50 Tyson. I'm from North Side Zone, Twin City, that's where I'm from. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm 50 Tyson. I'm from North Side Zone, Twin City, Minnesota. I ain't gonna lie, man, I'm 50 Tyson. I'm from North Side Zone, Twin City, Minnesota. I am, I'm a ball player. I was born to be a ball player, I was born to be a football player, that's why I've been doing like athletic. I'm sports my brother named Tony junior he's a football player run four tracks i ain't gonna lie because i'm a ball player i'm in I ain't gonna lie hit me up my album's coming out real soon hit me up and i'm sweet 16 right now i'm 16 and then next year i'll be what yep yeah yep. Yeah. and then i will be like remix. Seventeen All day, I will be 17 next year. Sweet 17, all day, every day. All right, then hit me up soon, though. My one will come out real soon, though. Hit your boy 50 Tyson up on MySpace or even on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> the Rod and Fez serious On Sirius XM. The virus.
9: We
1: got to find ourselves a smurfette. Smurfette. Not some, like, tight-ass, middle-sex chick, you know? Like this cute little blonde that'll get down and dirty with the guy, like Smurfette does.
8: Smurfette doesn't fuck.
1: That's bullshit. Smurfette fucks all the other Smurfs. Why do you think Papa Smurf made her? Because all the other Smurfs were getting too horny.
0: Ron and Fez show on a weekday, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. There was a news uh, thing out that said that guys that
1: are shy around women, when they go when they approach a woman that they consider out of their league, that their stress levels, their body reacts at the same amount of stress as if they're jumping out of an airplane. Right. And that the cortisol levels go up so high, it could actually cause like a a heart attack.
0: It's a phobic panic. Well, it
1: seems like maybe it's it's not just a, you know loneliness or shyness that it's a, shyness become a defense mechanism.
0: Oh, well, it's because they're having a phobic response. Oh, okay. It's just like the guy who's afraid of being in an airplane or an elevator, or whatever. His heart starts to beat more because he's all picturing all the things that could go wrong. Guys are picturing things that could go wrong when they're with a beautiful woman rather than something that could go right. In the same exact way, some people can do sales and other people... Like, they'll get a job in sales. They'll go out to make one sale and it doesn't work out. And they go home and lay down and fucking act like the world's over. And a good salesman is a guy who just learns that sometimes... As good as you work at it, doesn't always work out. Much in the same way as a fucking guy in, in, in the Major League Baseball realizes he's going to make errors and he's going to strike out. He just chooses not to hold on to that and make a big deal out of it. Uh, Davey Mac, were you a guy that uh, when you struck out, let it follow you into a f- field or when you had an error, let it follow you to the plate? No, no, that's that's why
7: I was able to hit three eighty nine. It didn't. In JV, yes, it was in junior varsity.
0: Then why didn't you make the fall ball team?
7: Uh, I wasn't selected. I'm not going to say I didn't make it. I just wasn't selected.
0: All right, eight six six Ron zero Fez eight six six Ron zero Fez. It is. Oh, by the way, I had an email about you, uh, Dave. That says, could you please stop saying the term I worship?
7: Um. No, because I don't say it that much. I say it when I really, really love a celebrity. But, I I mean, I say it, what, once uh, f- every two or three weeks? Uh, you do
0: say I worship <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> I haven't I re- said it today. No, well, look, it's right here in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it today or yesterday. Put this in Dave's permanent file. <laughs> I worship you for that, Ron. Do you? I, I never noticed, but then I never noticed anybody else's verbal crutches, but when they're pointed out, I always crack I, up.
7: Honestly, if this person can find uh, more than an average of four times a month for uh, uh, the last three months, I'll give them $75, period. I'd be very careful. I'll write a check for 75 fucking clams. There's no way I say I worship more than four times in any given month. It just doesn't happen.
0: Uh, speaking of your $75, you are showing off a... A brand spanking new credit card to me yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah,
7: yes it's uh, it's I just got it, Ronnie B. I feel like an adult these days. It's uh, Orchard Bank. Mm-hmm. See that? That's Orchard how Bank. you know you're going places. Where are they located? You know,
1: behind an apple tree. <laughs>
7: uh, I think it's a Virginia-based company. Uh, yeah, this. So you know, it's like you know, Amex Black, Orchard Bank. What's tapping thing.
0: out here? Where are we tapping out? Two hundred. What's the limit? Two hundred bit dollars. Two hundred clams. So this is the kind of credit card that you normally get when you're 16? (laughs) I don't know what kind of credit card it is. My brother hooked me up with it. You know, I'm so you're slowly building the credit back up. That's, that's what I'm trying to do because I had just awful. This time credit. next year, they'll take it to four hundred bucks. <laughs> uh, my credit is just so fucking. Now did somebody in. have to put up the two hundred bucks for you? Is it?
7: Do you have to? have yes. two hundred dollars sitting somewhere. My brother uh, Wall gave me two hundred dollars uh, in cash, and I put into my checking in my other account, and then wrote a check, and that's
0: how we got this thing to work. So, after a certain point, they give you the two hundred bills back.
7: Well, it's like if you reach your $200 limit, yeah, you know, you, you can't, you're done. You're, you can't get anything Right, but
0: more. you had to give them the 200 to be sitting there. Yes. Um, you had to give them $200 in order to get the card. <laughs> so what they're hoping is somehow you fuck up the account and they keep the 200 bills and keep fucking chasing you.
7: Oh damn it! I didn't think of that. Well, you normally use the debit card, right? Oh yeah, I, I don't. I don't even like folding money, in, in unless I'm, you know, trying to buy my smokeables. But I don't know why people prefer that to a credit
0: card. Well, because it's it's, it, it's it's great because it just comes right out of your account. You never have any fear. But why not have a credit card and just pay the money right out of your account? Ca- Say so here would be my fear with the with the debit card. If you have a credit card, they're fucking around with the bank's money. But the debit card to me is like, let's suppose me and you'll go out and we have food and drinks. Then it's almost like you reached into your wallet, you said to the people, here's all the money in my bank account, take that in the back, and then bring me back, then you take out the money for what we ate and drank, and then bring me the rest of my money back. You would think that's insane, right? Yeah, I would. But that's what you're doing with a debit card. Well, I just feel
7: comfortable that it comes right out of my account, and this, thus I'm never worrying about, oh, what if I miss this bill, you know?
0: Uh, here's uh, Dave in Kansas. He's familiar with Orchard. Yeah.
9: Dave, go ahead. Yeah.
7: Hey, Ronnie.
9: Hello,
5: Fizzy. Uh, uh, this Orchard Bank. you got to be careful with that. They give you a $200 coup- uh, limit, but they also charge you uh, enrollment fee. So when you go start charging stuff, you think you got two hundred bucks? You only got like one hundred and forty to one hundred and sixty dollars, depending on where you're at.
0: Huh? They are to credit cards what that first wallet that your that your parents gave you—the cowboy wallet—is to wallets. <laughs> it's not exactly uh, real. Um, hey, you're on fez
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, Dave um orchard bank primarily deals with people who have ha- filed bankruptcy or have very low credit scores and like the uh, previous caller said yeah you gave them two hundred dollars but you probably only have a balance available of about 130 or 120 because they take a 70 dollar fee as well as various other assorted charges out of that first time it used be kind of, i used to have a card with them
5: and
7: they well, it's enough for me to, you know... it you, you feel like this is a starter for you?
0: Yeah, you're getting a start.
7: Yep, yep. I'm thinking of uh, going to McDonald's after the show today and go, put it on my card. Put it on my card. I've have never you, said that before. Have you used the card yet? No. I've never said, put it on my card. That'll feel great. Uh,
0: John, you're Manifest.
7: Hey, man, that, that card right there has got
2: $179 plus a $19 processing fee. So you give him two hundred bucks, you got three dollars in credit, and you got to pay him back 190
7: dollars, or whatever the hell it is. $190. Well, I'm not good at arithmetic. I mean, yeah, it's... we
0: understand that. that's why you're in this problem.
7: Yeah, all the ins and outs of math is not.
0: So basically, he has he's paid them two hundred hours to carry around a card now with no limit to show people I have a card, which he went out of his way to pull it out of his wallet and go, "Hey, just see this, I have a card," <laughs> which normally only people that are about eighteen do. Do you see this thing? It's a card. You want some DVDs, Mr. B? I'll put it on the card. Would you be
1: able to, though? Sure. I'll, it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like this money's already been
7: used up. I'll, 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 I'll go to Dwayne Reed right now and get Manhattan Murder Mystery. I, know, I saw it there yesterday. <laughs> What's It was such an odd sighting.
0: Uh, Watley's taking us out for one of his dinners very soon, so keep some of your nights free. Let me know if you don't have free nights. I don't have a free night on
7: Thursday, but besides that...
0: That's when we're probably going.
7: (laughs) You know, my timing is not good. I mean, I'm missing Franklin fights, I'm missing dinners. That's what happens
0: when you go on vacation with your parents. You (laughs) miss all the fun. I had a (laughs) god-near heart attack. And yet, now you're fine. I'm not fine. I'm still in a great deal of pain.
7: I need some fucking drugs. They won't give you the drugs? They will not give me Percocet, so I'm working on my friend... Kevin Butcher, who doesn't work at Sirius XM to get me a shitload more pot now, but that but that's what you did, America. You took away my perks, so now I'm going to yeah, yeah, now I'm going to go to the, uh, to the drug guy on the corner.
0: Yeah, but you were already smoking pot before this happened.
7: Well, that's a good
0: point. It's a gateway drug. took you straight into perks,
7: yeah, but then perks put me into a gateway back into pot.
0: Oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> so it's more of like a revolving door. A lot of fucking gates for you over there. Um, here's uh, Steve. You're
5: Hi, guys. Dave, you you never cease to amaze me. You put two hundred dollars on this card, and yet you can only use a hundred and seventy or so of it. Isn't that basically the same as a debit card, where you could use all two hundred, or better yet, why don't you just take the two hundred and go get? an American Express gift card for $200 for yourself, then you could feel like a fancy man. I think they even do offer them in black.
0: Well, here's what they did. Here's what Orchard Bank did with Dave. They offered him a credit card, then immediately took scissors, clipped it in half, and handed it to him. Listen, do they is- still even do that gimmick where they will give you like 25 bucks if you cut somebody's card in half? I think so.
7: I wouldn't see why that would go away. They
0: used to do that years ago, like if you would call up American Express and, and check on it, and they would go, uh, do me a favor, just cut that card in half, it's no fucking good to that person. And we'll and mail it to us, and you get 25 bucks heading your way.
1: Seems a bit cutthroat, though, to take
0: those scissors out. Yeah, I don't out. do that to other people. Well, <laughs> it,
1: was, it always seemed like it was a giant pair of scissors and being cut in front of everybody, not just, you know, down on the desk.
7: Yeah. Well, maybe it was. I I didn't see the scissor size.
0: David Mack, you've had a lot on your mind today. Things have been bothering you. What's going on in, in Dave's world? And then I haven't talked to Chris Stanley all day, and I plan on doing that.
7: Well, I just wanted to bring up that more uh, fucking tobacco should just be classified as crack. Mm-hmm. Because um, the House to en- House Energy and Commerce Committee... Uh, convening, uh, or convening a hearing focusing on the use of smokeless tobacco in the majors. Basically, Congress is trying to step in and get the major leagues to ban, uh, dip from, uh, being used by their players. It's utterly ridiculous. It's the, you can't change some some things. Now, what are the reason that they're doing that? Because kids watch baseball? Because of the kid aspect. Yeah, they've they've cited well, we've done this in the minors and this and that. But you know what? Fine, do all other shit,
0: but don't don't touch the majors. Don't touch something that's proven. So the reason that you want to keep it is because it's a traditional part of the game. I just feel like there are certain things. Yes, that's exactly
7: what I want to do. I want to keep Baseball conventional, Mm -hmm. I want to keep it the way
0: it should be, for for the most part. Again, everything that we do in this country comes back to what would the children think? What is it going to do with the kids?
7: It's total bullshit when I was a kid, I would watch Mattingly have a gigantic fucking wad of tobacco in his mouth i don't i don 't dip today. Mm-hmm. I never got when I played ball i didn 't want to uh, fucking fucking put Kodiak into my mouth. i just don 't
0: Now I saw that um, that the Terminator, the governor of California, uh, vetoed a bill that would stop people from being able to smoke. On the beach or at a state park. He just said, this is going too far.
7: I know, because California obviously has restaurants, they have bars, and they also have your banned from smoking in a car if you have a child in it, which is a uh, fucking just It's nuts. insane to you. It's, well, it's not American. It's not American. I have a two year old daughter. If I go on a drive for more than two hours, Davy Mack might puff on a cigarette. She's sitting fucking four feet behind me and to the right. No. How is that going to affect her in any way whatsoever?
0: I don't. I, I seriously, I don't know where we all get with it. So so, I don't know where we get with it. But I, I thought it was interesting because he could have easily just let the bill go through, not touched it, and not had anybody blame him. But it looked like he just said, "This. I smoke cigars myself. I'm fucking on Schwarzenegger. Uh, who am I hurting
10: out there?" Exactly. I mean, fucking Obama should learn from him. Obama. Still smokes, and he's killing everyone with the taxes on tobaccos and cigars.
0: Well, it's not really him doing it, but he's not doing the veto gimmick. And now, of course, in New York City, it's just the fast food stuff. They're just blowing up over salt, fast food, um, soda, and you will take the hits because you don't need a Coca Cola.
7: Oh, if we if this country makes it to twenty eighty. They'll have a ban on rice cakes
1: with, at that point. With the salt one, even if their thing was legitimate, that it was a health concern, that one is totally going to backfire because people it's, are th- going to salt their own food ten times more that's not, than a cook would have.
0: But but it, overall, they will lose the taste for it. In the same way people sat around and they thought, because I don't smoke, but well, I don't care. Most people are like, well, I don't abuse salt, so I don't care. I'm fine with it. Most people go, I don't drink as much soda. That is a big deal. So they let it go. They've set up the precedent with tobacco. And the interesting thing is that the the food companies know it. They know they can't win. They're not going to even put up the fight that tobacco did. They're going to lay down faster and start to listen because they know where the American – People are on this. And that is basically, if the government tells us it's bad for us, then we shouldn't do it. They've taught us this since we were little kids in school. Taught us from the fucking word go.
1: They got a county in California. They just passed one where now it's illegal to include a toy with a kid's meal for any restaurant to put a toy out there because that entices the kids to want the meal, which makes them fat. Yes, so, I mean, the toy, if anything, is going to distract them from their food. They'll be it, playing with the
0: toy. Let me tell you something. First of all, McDonald's knew that you get more kids to go there for a toy. In the same way that when we were little kids, they knew they could have got us to get us to buy a cereal that we didn't fucking want. So, yes, the marketing worked all those years. To sit around and act like you're oblivious to the marketing is ridiculous. The... Fast food companies know it, and they're going to fucking lay down. And to sit around and act like, well, kids don't care about the toy. They absolutely care about the toy. They absolutely care about the ball pit. I kept fucking McDonald's uh, popping for years.
7: It's a matter of time before everything is taken away. We are are going to be THX
0: 1138. That's true. And I'll tell you something else. As the health care thing starts to roll out and there becomes a nationalized health care, there's going to be all the more reason to tell you what you can eat and what you can drink. They're going to look at Fez Watli as somebody who uses more than he should. You're using up more of our health care than you should. So they'll take it upon themselves to tell you, get up and get on the treadmill. Eat a fucking salad. Eat a vegetable. Or they'll soon
7: after that, they'll start banning unhealthy people. It'll be people that will, you know, in in a, in a weird... Big well, the insurance society. companies
0: already do that. The insurance company won't let you in. That's one of the reasons why we are having fucking... Um, the government get involved in this. Because the insurance company could look at somebody who, let's say in Fez's case... He's had health problems. Has he changed? No. So the insurance company is going, why would I give you insurance? The the government will then say, we're going to give you the insurance. But then also, you're going to do what we say. We want you showing up here on these dates. We want you changing the way you eat, the things you drink.
7: But that's not why I got insurance. Like, someone should say that. Those people are... are
0: Insurance companies are the most corrupt. Um let's head on over here just Stephen wants to talk to uh Dave. Go ahead Steven.
5: Oh uh, hey buddies. Hey Dave, you, you don't realize that you're sitting in a box while you're smoking with Juliana in the car, huh?
7: I put the window down, Steven. Uh so the smoke doesn't linger? No. The window's okay, down. I'm not sh- going to inhale
5: that smoke and maybe get, uh, you know, a couple ear infections from it?
7: No, I, I don't think so. I mean, it's odd because no. she has had ear infections, how about, but... How about
0: yeah, you get an ear infection from having the AC on in the fucking car? You know what? That's the thing. Do kids get ear infections? Yeah. From that same thing. Don't ever let them go in a pool. Don't let them swim in the fucking ocean. Remember the earaches you used to get when you were a kid after fucking coming out of the water? It would kill you. It was
7: all earache. They should re- e- they
0: should call, they should rename childhood earache. It's crazy d- painful. Hmm? And insanely painful. There were earaches I had as a kid that were easily the same as being shot. And I don't know the last time I've had an earache. It's been decades. It's
7: Juliana, uh, and it's Juliana, Stephen, but she, um, had- She thought, he
0: thought you named it Giuliani.
7: Yeah, right. I, yeah, I didn't name after the mayor. She's had earaches so bad, they might have to put little tubes in her ears to make her ear
1: holes bigger.
0: And then as her yeah, ears... yeah, I notice they do that to kids all the time now. They shove the tubes in their ears. They that put-
1: happens a lot. Every niece I've had has gotten the tubes. Yeah. It's just something that I don't really
7: want because, you know, I view her as the healthy one. If she goes the tube route, I'm out of here. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking driving to Sacramento and I'm leaving the whole family behind.
0: All for... Uh-
7: I, I have to have one person healthy.
0: Uh, Brad Newston, you're Manifest.
7: my Hey, how you doing there, uh, Ron? Yeah. I, I just wanted to ask uh, Dave and,
5: and Fizz, y'all actually have a problem with California's actually saying about this? Because it seems to me, out of California, this has got to be one of the best things they've ever done. I mean, I'm not a smoker, so I couldn't care. But, uh, it, it's, you know, you smoke is your right. But it's, it's the truth. McDonald's and all these other companies, they knew. You put these toys in these mills you're going to have these kids eat these meals and therefore the parents they're not they're not taking care of their children i mean i'm i'm a 33 year old man see that,
0: this is the it, this is exactly the interesting part of it that goes back to this what they are saying is since you can't be a parent yourself exactly the government will be a parent for you so Since you wouldn't change your eating habits after your heart attacks we're going to change your eating habits for you. This is the fucking place that we've got here right now. That's where we're fucking lined up. Everyone and wants to intervene. It is, in fact, fucking embarrassing. You don't want to fucking... Guess what? The reason that you want to fucking stay up the all night fucking drinking on a Saturday night You know what the good reason is? There is no good reason. Why do you have to have a fucking positive effect for everything on the fucking country? Maybe you don't want a fucking goal set tonight. Maybe you just want some fucking steak and a beer to have it. It's not part of some long list of fucking plans that you had here. We don't do everything for the fucking greater good. We're not communists in 1953. Maybe there's no positive intention that you hold some fucking prejudice in your life. You just have them. You're not completely political correct. You don't like kids, so fucking what? What do we only have to have? One kind of person in the fucking country. We're no longer a bunch of fucking individuals. We're all the same. God fucking. You You know what? You fall into it everywhere. That's why I hate to go to a ballpark and see everybody wearing the same fucking color of the team. Are well, you here to support the team? No, I'm here to watch a fucking game. I'm not here to support and feel part of a bigger fucking group. I'm going to eat a hot dog and light up a fucking cigar while I do it. Because I got money bet on this fucking game. Illegally. It's just fucking insane.
8: (sighs)
7: All these companies are like Nurse Ratchet at this point, you know. And we just,
0: fucking gave into it.
7: Yeah, we're just it's, fucking martini, they're, and they're we're all fucking
0: guys. treating us the way we've asked to be fucking treated. And basically, we're saying we don't know what we're doing. Tell us. That's like the fucking same way of you know a kid runs onto a field. Shoot him with a taser. Why? He broke the rules. The rules are so fucking important. Well, what if he would have tried to kill a player? He wasn't. He was running around like a stupid kid, like we've seen our whole fucking life. This idiot isn't a terrorist. He tried to make his idiotic friends laugh, but we always have to keep blowing things up. Well, what if a kid is watching, and then he wants to, he wants to start chewing tobacco. Maybe the kid will watch him. Do you see the kid going out and hitting three fucking 20? No. Not everything is done for a positive fucking intent. It's all fucking crazy. Some days you just want to fucking get up and do something else. That's all. I don't know what the fuck happened to this country. Did you never get up in the morning, start fucking heading to school with your friends, and said, fuck it, what are we doing? Let's turn this fucker around, get a couple cases, and head to the beach? I don't, think it, I don't even think that goes on anymore. I don't know what the fuck happened to us. It's like a country full of fucking weebles. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here's Cheyenne. Oddly calling from... Hey, that- Ronnie.
9: Yeah.
4: Uh, That guy that called bitching at Dave about smoking
5: in his car with his jib. Dave, do what the hell you want. Eat red meat, eat eggs,
2: smoke in your car. Your kids are going to grow up and be fine. Sure, maybe they'll get ear infections or whatever, but... If they keep going along with all these nut jobs that want us to do exactly what they think, everybody's just going to be little sissy kids that get scrapes and bangs and all. We're so sorry. Nobody will have any
0: any toughness or balls to them at all. It just it's become this strange fucking thing that everything is about doing the right thing all the time now. Like we have like there's a purpose the fog in life. What is this? What are these extra years you're trying to get for yourself? Because they're certainly not for fucking enjoyment because you're not having any fun. Maybe they can meet Willard Scott. You're a fucking country full of no fun followers. I don't fucking get it. It's just fucking insane anymore. Uh, Here's Brian in San Jose.
5: Hey, guys. uh, This is Brian um, in San Jose. I just wanted to let you guys know, for the electronic cigarettes, if you guys don't know too much about them, it's kind of like, you know, the patch or kind of like chewing a nicotine gum. I've been smoking for 10 years and recently switched to the electronic cigarettes, and I I like it because it feels and and looks like you're smoking. But from living in California and smoking for the last 10 years, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to switch was so I can, you know, they call it vaping, vaping public places, and I still get dirty looks from people. I still get people, you know, looking at me like I'm actually smoking a cigarette. I've had to explain to people this is not even a cigarette. It's just nicotine juice. And what also blows my mind is that some states, and New York's the first state trying to do it, are actually trying to outlaw the electronic cigarette thing. They're marketing it towards kids because they have different flavor juices like strawberry and, and fruity flavors. And it's, I just think it's complete bullshit.
8: It
0: is fucking insane. It's insane. Those electronic
10: fucking cigarettes are pussy, though. They should should just give them to kids. They're not even that strong. What's that? Electronic cigarettes. I smoked a bunch of them. I was like, give me the strongest one you got. And it was like a fucking ultralight.
0: I saw some uh, fucking French guys doing this in a a restaurant I was in not too long ago. And it looked ridiculous.
10: Yeah, it's crazy. You have to buy batteries instead of buying cigarettes. Don't (laughs) get it. You're screwing uh, batteries into the
0: fucking uh, thing. Uh, Tom Houston, you're my Hey,
2: Ronnie, got a good one for you. Yeah. Lady takes her kids out to an eatery, and they're having dinner, and one of the kids actually picks up her white Russian, which she ordered, and the kid thought it was milk. The kid starts gagging. The mother gets all pissed off at the restaurant that the kid was able to reach over and grab her white Russian. Now the lady wants to sue the restaurant.
0: What the fuck's wrong with her? How about this? How about, why can you have your kids anywhere where there's fucking alcohol? Let's not keep the kids out fucking side. I like to see that backfire. If you got little kids, you can't come in here because there's drinking involved. A bunch of fucking babies. You know what? This I swear to God. It all comes down to this thing because it seems like no adult in this country got over in the horrible thing that happened to them when they were a child. Some fucking horrible thing that they can talk about the rest of their fucking life. And this isn't even the fucking country of the Khmer Rouge. Can you imagine what it's like over there in Cambodia? Oh, it's fucking terrible. I was fucked to shoot my own parents. They never fucking bitch at all. We fucking sit around complain. Oh, it was awful. My dad wouldn't fucking sit down and color with me. My dad had no time to color with me. The fuck do you want? I just... Just fucking... I swear to God, I'm just getting more and more detached in this country. I can't stand the fucking left. I can't stand the right. Fucking tired about the constant fucking whining. I hate that fucking TV, and their nonstop fucking news and opinions. This fucking winner over here, little fucking car bomber.
10: He says he acted alone. That was that's the new thing. Uh, they were to mm-hmm. interrogating him.
0: Well, did it, didn't he and his friend go to White Castle ever? Because he looked just like that fucking guy. What was the name of that shit movie?
10: Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah.
0: Where's Harold, motherfucker? Then they went to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, like that was watchable.
10: Oh, Franklin told me it was hysterical. Great movie.
0: When was that? When he was trying to fucking hand his movie out to everybody?
7: That was actually on his list of favorite films. All time. Uh, And Godfather 2 was not there.
0: Red Sharon Renefez.
5: Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, all these people need a light.
2: Now, the 70s were great. People didn't give a shit about nothing. I can remember sitting on my dad's lap, and he's smoking a cigarette, blowing smoke rings and in my face
5: to make me laugh while I'm trying to poke holes in it with my fingers.
0: Um, yeah, I do remember. I, my grandfather used to do that, too, when we would chase the smoke rings. It was all seemed very exciting at the time. But that's what you had to do when you didn't have the Internet. Susan in Jersey, you're on Runa
4: Hey, buddies. Um, I, I'm all for bucking the system and not always following all the rules all the time, but, look, I work in a high school, so I see, you know, what happens when they have no regard for anything, and, you know, and I also see the kids who are pretty good most of the time. But I still see the kids having a lot of fun and doing things they're not supposed to. And
0: I'm yeah. all for that. But. You know what? They're spending too much time spray painting their hair up in the fucking air. <laughs> I, I don't relate to any of these fucking kids either. They, To me, the kids run around like little yuppies. I can't stand to see a kid in SUV. I'm like, what are you, already your own grandmother? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> they drive me nuts. They, They cannot wait. It looks like they can't wait to join a country club, these kids now.
4: I don't know. I, I'm down in like uh, you know more of a middle class kind of place. So, I don't know. Our richer kids are are the small percentage.
9: But I despise I guess,
0: the rich kids.
4: I don't know what they're going to do to rebel though, because you know all of us, all the kids have, or what their kids are going to do to rebel, because they all have tattoos and face piercings and right. you know all these clever T-shirts. But I don't know we have plenty of smokers. We got plenty of runners. We got plenty of. uh people having sex in the
0: bathroom. Well, that's the thing. For some reason, we act like we're not supposed to have a variety of whatever, that we all should be doing the same exact thing. And the case of Dave, right? Uh, Let's suppose you don't want to smoke in front of your kid in the car. That's fine. But is Dave really some kind of a madman because he rolls the window down and smokes? Don't act like we didn't grow up that way. We all grew up that way. And I'm not even saying I'm chain smoking. I'm saying if it gets to over two hours, they you a cigarette. All of our parents did that. I didn't get to fucking tenth grade and start having my friends die from secondhand smoke.
10: right. The walls of my apartment were fucking literally yellow. <laughs> they were yellow. <laughs> every all four fucking walls of the living were fucking yellow from three people
0: chain smoking for
10: fucking thirty years.
0: You had to paint with Pepsodent. Uh, it's just fucking crazy. CJ, you're on Runafez.
10: Hey, Ronnie, million bucks,
2: buddy. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but a lot of pediatricians now uh, will recommend that, you know, you let your kids go outside, get dirty, let them play in the mud. I mean, what's happening now with all this antibacterial products and everything, kids aren't developing immunities to things like the common cold and uh, pneumonia, shit like that. It's just ridiculous.
0: Because they're They're bubble kids. They're little baby bubble kids. Charlie and Philly, you're on Runafez.
2: What's up, Ron, Fez? Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, about 20 years ago, I, when I first had children, I had quit drinking. I quit drinking because I was one of those guys, I had alcohol, instant asshole. Did it for myself. But it was, I thought it would be a good thing for the kids to see, oh, daddy doesn't drink. I can live by his example. I've already called my kids trying booze, you know, smoking the pot a little bit, smoking cigarettes. Kids are going to try. It's the curiosity. Right. You know what I mean? If they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it. Don't God just let us have our freedoms, Jesus?
0: Um, I'm you know it is it's it's an interesting thing because and we forget this because when you're younger you think to yourself my kids are gonna just fucking love the fucking you know what I mean my kids are gonna think it's all gonna cool. And now they're going to hate your fucking music. They're going to hate your haircut. They're going to hate your clothes. They're going to laugh at your high school pictures. Because that's the way the world is supposed to do. That's exactly what's supposed to happen. You're not going to fucking be perfect. No such thing. So I'm in danger of not being the cool dad? You will never be the cool anything, Dave, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Uh, it sounds very bad when you say it, though. I'm sure Hicks's dad thought that he was the fucking cool dad. He was like, I'm the cool dad. I fucking tie off and I knot out, man. My kids have it made. But you will, bitch. Well, for all the bitchin' Fez does, one day he complained that his parents didn't make him do more things. I forget what you said you wanted your parents to make you do.
1: I think it was get a summer job one year. I think it was something like along those lines.
0: And that would have changed your life how?
1: Well, I would have gotten out. I would have met some people. I wouldn't have stayed in my solitary, uh, self imposed confinement.
0: That's the thing self.
1: And at that point, I wasn't, you know, going to go outside if I didn't have to.
0: But that's the thing. Is Why, if you made the decision, right, why is it anybody else's fault? Well, they
1: were in charge at the time.
0: Their way of being in charge was let this person be themselves. Do we need to break here, or can we pull Bob Lassner and take it to the limit? Take it to the limit.
1: Um, this odd story happened to me yesterday. I'm in Columbus Circle and this lady walks up to me. Very well dressed lady, very nice seeming lady. Look kind of like Dame Judy Dench. Um, asked me if I'm local, if I'm a New Yorker. For some stupid reason, I start answering her questions. She's like, where do you work? And I said, Rockefeller Center. And I'm ask, answering all these questions. I thought she was lost, thought she needed directions. Then I thought she was uh, conducting some sort of survey. Then she wraps it up with, would you like to come back to my place maybe for a drink and a blowjob? Which was, just had me astounded out there. When the crazy people don't look like the crazy people. Well, she's not crazy, she's a prostitute. Yeah, you said yes, right? No, I said no. I said What? I said I had to be some It was the fa- fastest thing I could think of. I said I had to be somewhere. This woman was in her 70s. I didn't think I wondered afterwards if she could have been a prostitute. But she had to be in mid 70s. I've been some good head. You got a gray beard, fuzz.
0: So this is what I'm attracting? Uh, you, you're, you're astonished that you live in New York City and there's prostitutes.
1: Well, I never thought she was a prostitute being as old as she was.
0: Yes, because prostitutes are how old?
1: I figured they're probably 20s or
0: 30s. Based on... What?
1: Anything I've seen on TV?
0: Yeah, those aren't prostitutes. Those are models.
10: Watch that HBO documentary. None of them broads are in their fucking 30s.
0: But that is the thing, like, since they've really cut down, I've had that happen on, uh, uh, you know, actual street walkers. Girls will come by and they'll go, hey, where's a good place to have a drink around here? So you'll, like, tell them someplace and they'll go, like, this, hey, you want to come in with me? You're like, oh, I'm doing very, g- oh, God, I thought I was doing very well here. You fucking got me.
1: Yeah, my first thought was, all right, here's a tourist who's kind of lost. Then I thought afterwards, maybe Alzheimer's patient got away.
0: I'm sure you're probably so far off by the age that you're not even close. I'm sure the thing that you see as ancient is your own age.
1: Oh, no, she was much older. Yeah, she, it it could have been Flo from the Alice show.
0: Yes, Flo from the Alice show was your age now. When she did flow from the Alice Show, you just aren't in, you just don't understand what's going on behind, around you. Uh, 866 runs your Let's go to desk in Canada. You're on a fez.
5: Ron? Yeah. Love you guys. Listen, I was watching a show yesterday. Apparently in New York City, they're selling some kind of a product called K20 in the stores. It costs $90, and it's 10 times as strong as THC and POS.
0: What's it called? Um, No problem. What's it called, though, Des? Um, There's a product that you guys are selling in in
5: New
10: York City Uh called
0: K20. Now, do you know about K20, Hicks?
10: No, I'm looking it up right now.
0: K20, yo!
10: Isn't
7: K20 the widowmaker?
5: It's it's uh, ten times as strong. the THC is impossible. It's oh. sprayed on this product. Costs ninety dollars. Send you say, Dave? Out to check it out.
0: All right, we'll try to get it. On, I'll, I'll get an eyeball on it. Thanks, uh, Rob. You're on of Fez.
3: Hey, I'd say that lady's crazy, silly, because she didn't know her audience.
0: Um, I will. It's probably a numbers game with her. But I will say this, Fez is walking around Columbus Circle, he runs into Sylvia Miles, and then he's not ready to make the deal. Uh, Ken, you're a man of Fez.
2: Yeah, Ronnie, a chick with that much experience?
5: Fez he just turned on one of the best blowjobs he ever could have got.
0: Well, she takes out her false teeth, mama. Um, fez, you could have got your name taken off the books, too.
1: You know, I thought about that later on. When it first happened, I couldn't think of anything fast enough to get away from her. But if she was a prostitute, she was dressed to the nines and must be doing very well for herself. Cuz she looked like she was dressed very
0: successfully. Here's the beauty of this. He doesn't think he's old, and he just used the term dressed to the nines.
7: Also, I just had the Google flow from Alice. <laughs> didn't know who either of those women were.
0: 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. <laughs> six, six, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Six, six, Here's Dan philly Phil. He knows about K-20. Hey,
5: Ronnie. Uh, man, that K-20 shit, that's not like uh, marijuana at all, man. That stuff's man-made. Uh, you might as well be huffing paint.
0: Yeah, I, I know I, I've never heard of this, but there are... Fucking times that people try to compare things with marijuana when it's
10: not. No, this this sounds fucking crazy, but it sounds like maybe a man, a chemical, like a research chemical or something.
0: Right, like the
10: old angel dust.
0: Oh Christ! Where we sold it as synthetic pot
10: for a while. There, they were you could actually get order the shit offline, like maybe in the early two thousands before um. the government cr- crashed down on it. And we were just basically selling this ecstasy. It's like, yeah, here have some ecstasy. It's gonna have be some great. ecstasy.
0: Well, we used to sell, and it was kind of a—it was a horse tranquilizer. It was kind of like powdered angel dust that we sold as THC. We used to call it tick or THC, and it didn't have any fucking THC elements in it at all. That's great. Oh God, you ended up trying to fucking hold the wall up. You get this strange feeling that you were the—I can't get away from the wall. Well, you called it knick knack because you fucking end up just staying in one fucking move and not not move out of it. You're like the fucking Tin Man and Wizard of Oz, and your friends were like, "Go home, go home." You were paralyzed and tripping. It's awesome. Yeah. Everything is a short shelf life, my friend. It's six or seven years, and you're done with it. Testing period. Uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, Brad in Ontario, you're on the Fez. Hey
3: guys, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, back to the smoking thing. I hate to beat a dead horse, but uh, I'd love to one. If you uh, get caught smoking in a commercial vehicle, it could be a company car or a big truck, and you get caught by the cops, they'll give you a ticket for smoking in a, a in a place of business. As well, if you get caught smoking in your car and you have a kid in your car, cops pull you over and give you a ticket for that too i think it's about
8: a couple hundred bucks
0: you should be forced to give the money directly to the kid then since he's the one breathing it in you the guy should be told, give your paycheck to your kid um let's go over here to uh john and SA you're my hey what's
6: up ronnie yeah Hey, man, uh, that K20 stuff, it's got a couple other names, but it's big in China. It's uh, synthesized to work on the cannabinoid receptors in your brain like THC does. But I read some stuff people talked about, like, flipping their shit when they did it. It's pretty, it can get pretty heavy, man.
0: What happened to Chinese people smoking opium?
6: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's synthesized. And also, I want to tell Higgs, man, electronic cigarettes are bitches.
0: Yeah, I was at a fucking bar show on the Green Mountain no, Free. No, you're coming off like a fucking... Like a femme, my friend. Fuck that guy then.
10: This shit sounds like salvia, this K2, which is just bullshit fucking shit anyway.
0: Look, why don't you just fucking light up one of your electronic cigarettes, cross your fucking legs, and uh, and fucking watch Sex in the City?
10: Fuck that. I, I could uh, light one up in here. No one would give me any shit for it.
0: Why don't you go over to Fez's house, the two of you watching Flow from Alice?
10: I'm gonna shoot up my daughter after today's discussion.
0: Why?
7: I'm so sick of America. Why
0: do you always talk about hurting your children and your wife?
7: Hurting? I said I was going to shoot her up. Thank you. There's
1: got to be a benefit to there somewhere.
0: Why is this? It's for the air infection. Uh, Peter, you're on my Yeah, Fez. You know how many fucking times I've dreamed about somebody saying that to me? You should have just taken her back to your apartment
2: Closed your eyes and pretended she was an astronaut. You know what I'm saying, buddy?
1: It was First Lady Nancy Reagan is what she looked like. I was not going to have anything to do with this in the middle of Columbus Circle.
0: Coming off a little gay, Fez. You get the,
1: the least fucking... Did you get a price? No, because I, I didn't know till you told me it was a prostitute. What else would it have been? Crazy lady. Crazy lady?
0: Escape patient. I have the oddest thing. I mean, you're bringing up crazy. You're bringing up old. I had the feeling that you were just looking in a mirror.
1: I was not. You're pretty.
0: You had a couple drinks. You're
1: pretty. Was not offering to take myself home. You hate
0: Roy. He's a bastard. I do me. Rez is trying to figure out how to get a deep pit in his fucking 14th floor apartment.
1: He's in the 12th. I do juice.
0: movie last night it's called the believer you ever seen this movie no it's about this kid it's ryan gosling plays the part and he's a white supremacist kid he's about 18 19 years old he was a nazi shit everywhere and then you find out he's a jew he's just this self-hating jew and it's fucking bananas it's fucking nuts man was that the twist I don't know because he put it in in the middle, and you never oh. re- you put it in early on, and you never even find out why he's that way. He just kind of feels like Jews are wimpy, and he doesn't want to take any shit off of of God. Uh, but it's a fucking maybe because I started watching at two thirty and finished around four. It was affecting me.
7: That's always the best time for weird movies I like know.
0: that. And here's the thing. It's like 3.30 and I'm like, I gotta stay awake. I'm fucking working today, you asshole. I'm fucking trying to keep myself up. Maybe I'll make a pot of coffee. Um, Josh, you're on the of Fez Show.
9: Yeah,
2: hey. Hey, Fez. Um, you're the one who lives on Roosevelt Island, has three therapists, a bus pass, and a cat. And you're calling this lady crazy.
1: Yes, I'm also not standing in the middle of Columbus Circle offering blowjobs to strangers.
0: Maybe maybe you should. Maybe if you were walking down along fucking in Chelsea, you would have got the same offer, but something that a little more you would have been into. I thought Fed isn't supposed to use the word crazy anymore. He swore off that. Oh, yeah. When did you swear it off? Oh, that was a while ago. (laughs) And I think the caller used it. Yeah, but you no, you opened the you thing said, up with a crazy woman. You said crazy lady. What was the reason for that? Do you remember? Uh, that he was yeah, saying- no,
7: it was offensive. Yes, yes, I do, I do remember. It was an offensive
0: word. It, 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 was, was, the it was the Burger King commercial. It was the Burger King commercial.
7: They said, the Burger King's crazy, and Fez thought that was offensive to people who had mental problems. So he said that's another politically incorrect word that we should not use.
0: Is this another thing you flip-flop on the Burger King commercial?
1: I flip-flop a lot, but if I'm seeing a therapist and I've been to a mental institution, I think I'm entitled to use the word.
0: I still call it the C word. I think if one person person's entitled to use the word, then the word's okay.
1: But I've been... I've Yes. I can call myself crazy. You didn't call yourself crazy. You called some other woman crazy. Well, I thought she
0: was. But she so might I'm not trying be trying to fucking say. That, you know, just to flip flop back to the other day. Again, I know you're joking now. My only point was you should have been joking the other day. 'Cause it's it's insane. It's fucking insane. Uh Brad in Orlando, you're in fez.
3: Hey Ronnie, yeah, that
5: movie was insane. I was watching it last night too, man. Did he get like a high off of getting hit in the face or something?
0: Yeah, I mean like most uh young kind of punk thing there is that thing that you get from violence he had some of that like he really loved mixing it up and everybody remembers them when they were like that when they were younger like remember when you're young you even like having a fucking bruise or you know you like limping around i think that's why kids like sports like i've hurt myself gives off endorphin. <laughs> brad i wish i knew you're awake i would have called you last night we could have sat there and watched it on the on the fucking phone together
5: that
0: would have been fucking great. I would have been balls to the wall, man. This kid is a uh, is a good a- is a good actor though. It's Ryan Gosling. You he think? Fucking- so? Yeah, he's fucking insane, man. I saw him play a crackhead addict fucking um, teacher a couple years ago too. I Think he was nominated for that? I don't think he he might have got nominated for that. Lars and the Real Girl, which I didn't even like too much. Half Nelson was the other movie. The Notebook he was in, which I don't even remember. And, of course, he was in Remember the Titans, Dave's favorite fucking movie. Oh, yeah. He's got Blue Valentine coming out this year. I
9: don't know
0: what kind of Nazi Jew he plays in this one. Maybe he, he
7: could be like an, an apt pupil prequel.
0: Uh, he's actually in it with one of my favorite actresses, Michelle Williams. I can watch her do anything. I think she's amazing. She's the, she had the Joker's kid. She was married to oh, the Joker. Oh, yeah. Dawson's Creek. I don't know. I don't want to say that. To watch yeah, she
7: was in Dawson's Creek.
0: I can't help you there. Dawson's Creek. <laughs> say, say Dawson's Creek again. I'm going to go fucking crazy. That's it for us. Go over to 202, friends. Sign up for Search Search. Hurry up and search. We are uh, putting on uh, one next week during the daytime. We'll see you guys tomorrow on yet another weekday. We're running fast. And that's the Ed uh, Dubai Show. Donk.
1: Tuesday, Wednesday Thursday with Harry, Mark, and John.
10: like that drive me out of my mind
0: I watched it for a little while I love to watch things on TV satellite of love satellite of love satellite of